0: Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. You're listening to a live play recording of The Waking of Angmar, an original role-playing campaign using rules for the One Ring 2nd Edition, a tabletop role-playing game published by Free League Games. For more Adventures in Lollygagging, subscribe on YouTube, follow our Twitch channel at twitch.tv thelollygaggers, and follow us on Twitter at lollygaggerco. Thanks for listening. We're playing Wondering Second Edition. We've been trying to play this game for a couple of weeks now, almost a month, I think. But like something kept coming up, and we kept having to push it back and push it back. But finally, uh, after a very long wait, uh, we get to dive in. Uh, we've done a few little off-air, like little practice sessions, with you know, kind of trying to get our, our heads around like the you know certain certain systems, like combat and whatnot. Those were a couple of weeks ago, so those that was a waste <laughs> of time because uh, we've all forgotten it by then. So we're gonna go slow. We're gonna it's gonna be kind of a learning game. So if you're watching this uh, and you're trying to learn the game as well, perfect. Because uh, yeah, and if you see something that we're doing wrong, if you're in chat right now, Twitch, if you're in chat, thank you. You can you can throw out some corrections if you if you've got any. Uh, if you're on YouTube later and you see something wrong, we'll probably fix it. But drop a drop a comment and we can uh, we'll we'll get it sorted for next time uh but yeah it's a it's a it's a cool system melissa and i were able to play a while back uh when we were doing an alpha test back on the free league uh, free league publishing channel so that was a lot of fun i got to play a silly little hobbit and ever since then i've really wanted to play again uh but none of these people ever want to gm so they made me do it so i'm just gonna play all the hobbits and all the doors uh none of the elves because i don't i don't care for them uh and uh, that's about it um but yeah we um Yes, the darkening of Mirkwood. I actually thought about uh, pulling out one of the first edition kind of adventures for this, but uh, I think we're just going to kind of play around with it a little bit since there's a lot of like hex crawl stuff that happens in here. I don't know if we're going to hit a journey phase tonight. There's like kind of three big, you know, big pillars of the game. Like there's the council, there's the journey, and then there's combat, obviously. And then there's like the whole fellowship phase. Uh, So fellowship phase is like downtime. We'll catch that after a a couple sessions but uh, well, hopefully we'll probably do maybe two of the three things tonight and maybe jump to the third one next time. Uh, before we get going, a couple quick plugs. Uh, other things we do here, uh, we play games generally. We stream Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Uh, Saturday is going to be One ring for the foreseeable future. Uh, Fridays, we do Delta Green and Possible Landscapes, uh, if you're curious about that. And uh, on Mondays, we alternate between Ultraviolet Grasslands and another freely publishing game, we play Alien... Uh, as well. This coming Monday will be Ultraviolet Grasslands. Uh, You can also catch me running another Delta Green game over on Thursdays at uh, Garblog Games, uh, their Twitch channels. You can come check us out there. Play them through Visit if you know anything about that one. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Later tonight, uh, Ashley and I i am playing three games today. Ashley and I will be over on the Finners of Cobalt as Mm -hmm. we're playing through some Darkest House. And what else? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Forever GM casual, Keith. I get it. Uh, fortunately, uh, I've, I've, I've gotten folks like DM Chuck and a few others to, to let me play in games. So we kind of share the load a little bit here and there, but not these freeloaders, uh, the people that you see on the screen, bunch of freeloaders though long did long did GM that is true. A, a single, a single GM session game. of fifth edition, like five years ago. Uh, and boy, what a glorious night that was came prepared with maps, hand drawn on the backs of like pizza boxes. It was fantastic uh let's see um anything else I think I think I think we're are we ready to start do we want to like do we want to introduce why don't we just introduce like your characters from um you know just from like a mechanical perspective like what did you pick you know what are you like what did you you know what's your your cult you know which the culture that you took what's the the calling that you took uh you know kind of go from there maybe and if you any any specific details like how old you might be or anything like that, we can get to that. And then we'll just dive in like kind of story wise. I'm gonna try to hit the ground running and not do like we're not gonna start in an inn. We're gonna start somewhere somewhere different. Uh so Melissa, you're playing uh, I tell am us, playing Arennial. Tell us about your, your choices that you've made for your character.
1: So Arennial is a twenty one year old Ranger of the North. Um her calling is champion. Uh, so, I picked for my reward. Um, my short sword is Keen, uh, which helps with uh, piercing, I believe. Um, and for my virtue, I went with Mastery. So, I have like a bunch of stuff that is favored, um, which is very cool because I've got like all oh, and athletics and hunting and battle and explore all favored. So, those were some of the choices that I made, and my fellowship focus is Gilly.
0: Okay, yeah, so a couple things there. So uh, in this game, if you're familiar with other games, like your your culture, your heroic culture is – like there's – choice. right now the base game, so if you're waiting for One Ring, like the PDFs are out for those who've uh, – I think they just dropped this week actually for anybody, but I think uh, those who backed the Kickstarter have had them for a few weeks or about a month or so now. Uh, I think the books are – soon-ish. I think there's there's an update recently for those who back to Kickstarter might be getting the physical copies relatively soon. Uh, but um, right now in the core books, you can choose between a couple different options when it comes to heroic cultures. You've got dwarves, uh, dwarves of Doran folk, technically. Uh, you've got the Rangers of the North. Uh, you've got uh, you've got hobbits, uh, but Ashley kind of did something a little special. We'll get to that in a second with her. Um, but then there's in terms of like. You know, in terms of like men, you have the choices between Brie folk, like so. If you're men of Brie, uh, and uh, what was the other one? There's one I'm missing. What am I forgetting?
2: Oh, More we're forgetting. A-
0: Thank uh, you, Bardings. Chuck, for those bits. Uh, oh, Bardings. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. So those are the ones that we have options uh for right now. I think uh, there's going to be other options coming forward. Um, there's elves too, of course. There's the Lindor elves, and like if you've got like the Rivendell. I think if you've got the Rivendell addendum, uh, you also can play like a High Elf as well. But there's going to be other things uh, that you can potentially play too. Uh, the other thing is um, when it comes to different uh, callings, callings is effectively your class. Uh, so Ranger of the North being one of them. Um, we'll see. You Champion. can see on the... Uh, I'm sorry, Champion being one of them, Ranger of the North is the other thing. Uh, but you can see that Long is playing Treasure Hunter. Gelly is playing Scholar. Those are two others. Uh, and there's a few more uh, in the base game as well. So... We tried to spread it out and have a couple different mixes here and there. Uh, and then fellowship focus. So in the game, uh, there is a kind of a mechanism, a pool uh, that, uh, that, that's shared across all of the characters in the company, in the group, uh, called fellowship. And it is a resource that can be used for certain things throughout the game. Most commonly, it's used to recover hope. Uh, but there's also some other special abilities and things you could use here and there. Uh, and then also, you have to pick who your favorite is. And that's what Fellowship Focus is. And so when certain things happen, you can kind of get a little bonus here and there to whoever it is, use your Fellowship Focus. And so that's what uh, that's what, uh, Melissa was talking about there. Uh, let's see. Let's keep going. Uh, Long, tell us about, is it Floy Is it or is it Flowey? No, it's definitely
3: Floy. I don't know. It looks like a flowy to me. <laughs> Go ahead, fly, yeah. Yeah, I'm playing Dwarfs of Durn and Smoke, uh, adult. And the calling I chose is Treasure Hunter, so he's focused on all those treasures out there. He's also <laughs> okay. quite strong. Pretty much just wears heavy armor all the time. Yeah, Long
0: was very clever uh, in some of his combos of what he picked. I'm trying to remember. You did... Because you got your armor, and then you picked...
4: Well, just being
0: a dwarf, yeah, just has dwarf his your lore, load. His load. Yeah. yeah, so load is is like what you carry in wondering is is kind of important. So like equipment is kind of important here. Your load, encumbrance, etc. It is it is sort of an important thing. And so long, definitely did a little bit of minimaxing, maxing I gotta say, which I was surprised because that's not usually your, your style. So yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so we've got our uh, our dwarven treasure hunter. Um, And then finally, we've got Ashley. Ashley, tell us about Gilly Kettlegrass.
4: Gilly is our little Hobbit friend, Um, but I'm a Bree Hobbit. So that means I kind of mash some of the things from Bree's men in Hobbit and kind of go from there. Like I can only use regular bows. I can't use like great bows, obviously, because I can't hold them, they're like taller than me. um she's relatively young for a hobbit, I think pretty sure she's thirty four
0: yeah um, yeah, that's a year older than i is that a year older than Frodo when Frodo started his old thing? I think it wasn't thirty three so. I think
4: yeah, I don't know for sure, don't quote me,
0: oh no, um
4: it's Floy well is my fellowship partner <laughs> uh and I had. Yeah, so I'm the scholar. I had one thing I had pulled up that I thought was pretty cool, but I lost it, so it's gone. Um, But yeah, my path is lure of secrets, and that means, so if I start to go more down the shadow path eventually, um, inquisitiveness and curiosity are desirable virtues of an individual, but knowledge can be put to malicious use. So we'll see Mm -hmm. how that plays out. How Jeff chooses to hurt
0: me. Don't worry, probably not this first episode. We're we're gonna boy, we are gonna training wheels this up on the first <laughs> step. Don't worry. We're gonna go nice and slow and easy. I'm not even on a to,
4: training yeah. bike. I'm on a tricycle.
0: Yeah, I think Frodo Frodo is 33, Bibble turned 100, though. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right to me too. Um yeah. Okay. Uh let's see, let's see the Uh, what else do we want to cover? Oh, did you mention that you're a Bree Hobbit? Did is that? Is that, yes, that was mm-hmm. a special thing. Yeah. So, so if, if you read the, so for those of you getting your wondering books, um, if you look like way in the back, I can't remember specifically what page, uh, but as you're reading through like the lore of, uh, you know, the area of area and whatnot, um, there are options for playing Bree hobbits. And so we didn't really want to do a hobbit. Hobbiton Shire type thing we wanted to kind of do something a little bit more you can kind of tell by our title that we're going to start slow and eventually it's going to become hopefully a little bit bigger and grandiose Uh, but um, so there are options on how to play like a Bree Hobbit which is effectively the same thing, but it's pretty much like a hybrid. You get some things from like Brie folk, you get some things from Hobbits, but you live in Brie, right? Like that's, that's where mm-hmm. you call home, right? It's not, yeah. uh, you don't, you're not a Hobbit of the Shire. So, but other than that, I mean, you're mainly the same, like in terms of appearance here and there, it's just, yeah. you're maybe a I little get, more like, the cultural
4: stuff from men of Brie. Yeah. Uh, and then like, I get uh, the stats from the Hobbits table.
0: Yeah, you're still physically you still physically look like you know a hobbit mm-hmm. that we would uh, uh, know from from the various uh from the various fictions that we've read but uh yeah you have a different cultural outlook than those that we might meet uh, in not the various shelter, counties of the you shire could say? sure sure more worldly something something like that I don't know uh not that breeze, the most, you know, nice little crossroads down uh okay have we stalled enough should we start yeah let's get get going Let's go. Uh, long, I thought you were gonna say nah. We can. We can oh. uh,
4: <laughs> Tool to Twitch says more cheese.
0: More cheese. Okay, what other cheese can we talk? About? Okay, let's uh, let's get started. So we're gonna start. Uh, you can see on our on our over like our overland map here. I got we're right around the uh, city of Bree. Or the village of Brie, excuse me, but that's not exactly where we're at. We, in fact, are somewhere else. Uh, we are right next to, uh, right next to the the village of Brie, because we are starting specifically um, within what some might call a suburb of Brie, and that would be a very rude thing. Uh, others might call a separate village into itself the village of Combe, uh, and as we we get started. The camera kind of zooming in. We're doing our little cinematic opening. You know, we're just zooming right past the hustle and bustle of like a midday afternoon in Brie. We see people coming and going in the streets. Um, we just keep going down to the slopes and the sides of the hills. Um, on the other side of Brie, north towards the towards the Chetwood. Uh, and we can see that it's a little scattered, it's a little smaller. Uh, the Villagers here around Combe aren't necessarily as uh they 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 are a little bit more reserved, don't necessarily open themselves up to uh outsiders as much, or at the very least they they might feel a uh a slight because they're not as paid attention to, perhaps, as 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 Brie. But that's where we're gonna be, as you all having been together for some time. This isn't you're not just meeting. Uh and you are uh, you are kind of on a task given to you by your patron. Uh, your patron, your starting patron, being Balin, and everyone probably knows Balin if, you've, if, you've, if you know the Hobbit, etc. Uh, you've been tasked uh, to do a favor to go because uh, Balin has heard that around the village of village of Combe, there have been of late some peculiar attacks uh, and some frustrating attacks uh, on livestock. Uh, specifically around the village of Combe on the edge of the Chetwood. Uh and Balin has directed the three of you uh to speak with a friend of his. Uh and that friend is a woman as a is a is a woman by the name a hobbit by the name of Rosa Goodborough, who is apparently some kind of sheep herder, goat herder. Uh and as the camera zooms in, and our little idyllic village of of Comb, much smaller than Brie itself, but proud nonetheless. We can see a fairly horrific sight, in fact, uh, which belies the otherwise you know, positive sounds of the music and the greenery of the area, as it's a midsummer afternoon. And we can see that scattered across the hills, uh, the slopes of these hills and the shadows of the, the Chetwood trees we can see an array of different livestock that are sadly laying inert on the ground. We see sheep, we see cows, cattle, etc. Um, and you know, as we're flying over, there's maybe a dozen or more of these animals that are scattered about. Um, and we also see in addition to this very fiery red haired, uh, Rosa Goodborough on top of a uh, on top of a hill, looking down. Her back kind of leaning against what looks like you know some corral of some sort for for her uh, for her animals, which appears to have been broken. Uh, there's kind of a, a splintering of the wood, and something has fallen. Uh, the three of you are somewhere in the area performing an investigation of sorts, trying to get to the bottom of what exactly happened here. So we're gonna go one by one here, and you just kind of tell me where you think your character might be at the start of this this little moment. So, Arenial, where would you think, after being after after coming here, you all agreed to do it, where would you be if you were gonna start trying to contribute to investigating what happened to these animals?
1: So, uh, two of Arenial's distinctive features are bold and swift. So I think she's pretty much sort of always like at the front like moving quick so that's definitely where she is you know sort of ahead of where everyone is um and just really kind of that's her kind of position within the group up front sweeping the landscape keeping an eye out
0: Okay. Would you say you're like on the edge of the, of, of the the forest itself along the Chetwood? Would you say you're kind of looking for tracks? What, what kind of like, assuming this is like an investigation, right? Like what, what would you be looking for?
1: So I would be, let's see. Um, hunting is favored for me. So looking for tracks.
0: Okay. So you're looking for specific tracks. Perfectly. That's perfect. So, uh, yeah, you can do a couple. So let's do, let's start with a roll pretty simply, right? And why don't you describe yourself, by the way, too, as I pull up my skill sheet. Go ahead and describe what Arineal looks like as the camera zooms in on her looking for tracks.
1: So Arineal has uh, very light hair um, that's kind of been braided. Um, and so the braid, you know, sometimes is down her back, sometimes is over her shoulder. At this point, it's over her shoulder. Um, she is dressed as you would expect for a ranger, um, you know, so definitely the the, you know, um green green cloak, grey clothes. Um and she has on her back her bow and her short sword.
0: Okay. So you are specifically kind of you're looking for some kind of tracks of some kind. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um so groups so again I'm just gonna do a lot of explaining for the first episode or two because they're like learning games and some of it's for us, but some of it's for folks who are turning, tuning in and learning the game as well. So like groups are kind of, there's 18 different skills, right? When we do skill checks and each of them are kind of grouped into like different categories, personality, movement, perception, survival. Uh, uh, then there's like custom skills. And when I say custom, I mean like uh, not like custom as in we can kind of make it our own, but like the idea of customs, like what kind of custom a specific village or a city or a people might, uh, might perform. And then vocation, Uh, so I think, I think the, I think I would, I I think if you're looking specifically for tracks, we could say scan, we can say hunting. I'll take, I think either of those would probably apply here. Um, even awareness would probably, I think, apply. Is there a particular one that you would prefer to do?
1: Uh, because hunting is favored. I will go with hunting.
0: Okay. So, um, so hunting usually is. Uh, for games so you're looking for any signs or tracks of like like animals that might have been responsible for this right okay Mm -hmm. so go ahead and roll it we're using foundry which does have a uh, which does actually have uh in progress one ring second edition uh so what was your target number
1: so my target number is 13 and i rolled a 13.
0: Okay. So as you're scanning around in the shadows of the Chetwood, you do notice that there are tracks uh that are coming and going from the woods. Um some of the tracks you can definitely assign to the different animals that you see. Uh large like hoof prints that suggest maybe some cattle that got loose from one of uh one of these farmland areas and others you know might be Uh, You know, might be stray dogs or things like that that are sniffing around. But you very distinctly uh, notice that there are what look like kind of wolf prints, paw prints of some kind. Not particularly large. uh, Nothing too alarming. uh, But you definitely notice what looks like wolf prints uh, in the area. Okay. So
1: Irineal will just sort of the And kind of get the attention of Gilly and Floy.
0: Okay, well, Floy, let's go to you. What would uh, what would Floy be doing as, as at the start of this? You don't have to follow what Arneel whispering. That can. This is all kind of happening concurrently. So, like, what would Floy? What's the first instinct Floy would try to do to kind of help out and figure out what's going on with this uh, with this area?
3: Yeah, he'd be talking with the people of the farmlands, seeing if they get in like first encounters or hearings of what happened.
0: Okay. Do you want to talk specifically to Rosa Goodborough or do you want to try to kind of sweet talk your way and speak to some of her neighbors or others who also, by the way, are affected? So it's not like it's not like she's the only one who's been affected by it. This looks like a whole group of people in the village have been suffering from whatever's going on here.
3: Yeah, I'll try to sweet talk up the neighbors, see what they, they know.
0: Okay, so I'll give you a choice. You kind of look to the, you know, you look to the east and the west. Uh, and you can see that off to the west of where uh, of the land that Goodborough seems, the Goodborough family seems to to keep an eye on. Um, you do think there is what appears to be a fairly um, a fairly tall, black haired uh, kind of man who's who's peering out from what you think is is behind their fence, also smashed and broken in some ways. Um, has a pipe, and it's just eyes furrowed, big bushy black eyebrows looking down uh, and, and and you would probably learn that, that that's the sweet root family and then off to the uh, off to the west that's to the east off to the west you know there's another there's an there's another family uh, of hobbits uh, the uh, the old bucks uh, who you uh, you see are mucking about and yeah, uh, and with like 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 a stable area, and they're kind of cleaning out. There's a a woman on her hands and knees, and she's sort of scrubbing something away.
3: I'll go over to the stable. Okay. The are cleaner.
0: Uh, yeah. So you 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 wander over to the stable. Uh, you hear the sounds of like chickens and things that are kind of mucking about here and there that are still covered within this this pen. But there's this small little area where you think maybe maybe a mule, a donkey, something like that. So like a, like a, you know, work, work animals. And, uh, this woman is, is on her hands and her knees and she's just whistling and whistling. And she's, and you hear, shush, shush, shush. she picks up this big old brush, dunks it into a, a wooden, you know, wooden bucket. You see the sloshing of water and slope over the side, spill onto the ground and kind of muck up on the, on the dirt. And she kind of gets back to it once or twice. She leans back, cracks her back and, blows a, a wisp of, like, brown auburn hair, like, out of her face and gets back to it.
3: Yeah, I'll walk up to her and go, Hey, lass. You have a moment? Oh. You are talking to me?
0: Lass? Oh. She gets up, turns around. You can see she's got some age to her. As she, Now she turns around. She's got little cuts of, like, you know, kind of grayish here and there. You can tell she's so you're certainly older, uh, probably than your 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 Bree Hobbit friend
3: uh, Gilly.
5: Oh, I'm a bit busy now. I've got to, got just just cleaning to do. What's this all about?
3: Oh, you've probably heard. It's about the recent attacks or the incident that's happened here. I was wondering if you had a first account. First account. First account implies I was part of it or I was there when it happened.
5: Or if you've heard of anything. Well, if you think I was there, then you're
3: accusing me of something. You think that I'm responsible. Why would oh, no, I go and... no, 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 not accusing. It's just it's hard to work out here. Maybe you're one of the first ones to hear about it or see it. Well, I can tell you that, that my uh, donkey is missing. Indeed
5: he is. Uh, and I've got, oh, looks like five, six, six of my chickens are gone. And uh, those brave wardens don't want to do anything about it. So now you're going to come over here and you think you're going to solve all my problems. But I'll tell you what. wait, calm, fuck. We can solve our own problems. Thank you very much, sir.
3: Now, now. There's no need for that. Just trying to help you. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do... Let's do just a
0: sort of uh, let's do another one of these roles. Let's get practice at this. So like if we dig back into like the social skills and stuff, so like there's like different things. Personality skills tend to be awe, uh, which is like personality, like your ability to impress, encourage, influence. There's enhearten, which is uh, excuse me, there's impress, which is like awe, encourage, which is like enharten, persuade is influence. Those are most likely one of the skills that you would be using here. We're not doing like a full council, obviously. That's a whole different thing. This is just a general impression to see if you can win her over with your charm and wit.
3: I'll do like an all roll. That sounds good.
0: Okay. So, all right. Uh, yeah, go ahead and, and roll that. So, if you're wondering how the rolls work, this game is a mixture of d12s and d6s. Uh, everyone's got. Everyone knows what their targets are. It's not. I don't. GMs doesn't set the difficulty. Uh, they eat. There's three different stats. Uh, there's uh, there's strength, heart, and wits. Is that is what's the third, everyone? Yep, that's and the so, attribute. Yeah, and you get your attributes, which are single digits, and then if you want to figure out what your target number is, you subtract it from 20, and that's what you need to roll uh, when you roll any skill from that specific category. And since you're using all, you said, is that correct? Yeah. That's specifically from the strength category. So you would be you'd be targeting your yeah, whatever your target number for strength would be.
3: Comes the roll. Okay. Ooh, it's a failure.
0: So the D12 is what's called a feet die. Uh you roll that with basically every roll. And then your d6s, you roll a number of those equal to however many skill points you have. You add all that up, and if you hit your target number, you're good to go. There's a couple things on the D12 that could either, you know, be an auto success, great news for you, or it could be really bad, the eye of Sauron. Uh, and then, if you hit like a, a six on a d six, can potentially increase the the value or the quality of your success here and there. But she looks to you, and she's just, you know what? I don't know who you are.
5: I don't know what you're what you're after here. You're asking questions. You just out of the goodness of your own heart. You're coming over into my my stables, interrupting me. It's bad enough that I've got to figure out what I'm going to do about these chickens. It's bad enough that I've got to spend all day mucking about in the stables, blood everywhere who knows what happened to my poor sweet donkey i just don't i don't need this right now why don't you go bother somebody else right now it's not like you're going to do anything at all i don't even know who you are off with you off with you now go
0: go go oh, and she just sort of she's like waving the brush at you and so like these soapy suds are just kind of hitting you getting caught up in your dwarven beard she shamefully shoos you away
3: all right all right i'll leave you alone i'll just leave her
0: okay And then finally, Gilly, where would Gilly be at the start of this?
4: So Gilly, like Ashley, is naturally drawn to things she wants to learn about, specifically these poor dead animals. Okay. So Gilly's probably like hunched over one of the goats and she's got like a book held open in one hand and she's like quickly flicking through with her pinky because her other hand she's been touching blood like her other fingers have been dipped in blood. So she's trying to like keep her book clean. And um she's trying to like compare like wounds to see if she can identify like bite marks or something.
0: Oh that's wonderful. I love this. Uh I like how even in uh, The Lord of the Rings you found a way <laughs> to make your character just like totally like witchy creepy. Like, I you're didn't just even
2: going, try it either.
0: Rip it out, this and that. Okay, so uh let's see. We could do um I'm trying to see. So, like, there's no real like science skill. Healing could probably be really good if you have healing. I could take that. It's more kind of an understanding of how they died. We could. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, if you have an idea of what you wanted to roll, like
4: I throw was it out there. Hoping for like either like insight, awareness, or like even stretching it in like lore, like matching it to what I read in a book.
0: I think insight's more about like being able to tell whether or not someone's lying to you, a lot, yeah. like D and D awareness. I think awareness, yeah, that's fine. We'll we'll do awareness. Okay. Okay, so give that a roll. Oh, oh!
4: I am extraordinarily successful. You wow.
0: uh You crushed that. First of all, you were favored on the roll, which meant you got to roll two D twelves, two feet die, mm-hmm. take the better, which is good because you dodged an Sour on that way. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and then you have two you got two ranks in the skills, so you have to roll two D6s and you roll two sixes, and a six on a D six is is basically like an extra success, right? It's like not an extra success mm-hmm. so much as a you get you get more in this case you're just gonna get a little bit more information. Awesome. So So you've got your you've got one hand with the book kind of maybe it's a it's a picture of anatomy of a sheep, uh, something like that. You're seeing you're trying to get some kind of very carefully drawn uh, like quill drawn uh, like
4: my own notes and like the
0: margins. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you wrote it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, or something. And you got your hand just like kind of wedged all the way in. You notice a couple of things, actually. Uh, and this is probably not the first body. Maybe you've jumped from body to body. But you've noticed that that all of these animals died actually very, very cruelly. And even a few of them were still alive from what you've heard from Rosa and some of the others that may be lingering here and there, watching disapprovingly as three strangers go about trying to fix their problems. Um, but you notice that almost all of them were killed by... Sort of a similar wound, this this heavy slash right across the belly, and you can see that in in a sort of horrific fashion, and it's unlikely any of them would have survived. But it looks like they were, you know, like they were just left here to just bleed out from these horrible, horrible wounds. Uh, that's first the first thing you notice. The second thing you notice is that a few of them also have what appear to be uh, like arrows that have been plucked into the hinds, uh, kind of keeping them from running away or something like that. And you start pulling them out, rip one out, take a look, flesh kind of goes flying off, and you would be able to recognize a goblin arrow for sure. Uh, it's got that strange oh. kind of hook quality to it. And you take a, a brief whiff of it, and you look at the the flank where you pulled the, the arrow out, and you can see that the, the meat is certainly, you know, Discolored, suggesting maybe poison, infection, oh. something like that. Um, so that's, two, yeah, so that's two things. You got what? An extraordinary success? Let me see. Yeah. Do I have a third thing I can give you? I don't think I have a third thing.
1: You just rolled too well, Ashley. I did,
4: I guess.
0: Uh, let's see. Yeah, you, um, I'll say this: You also notice that in one of the one of the bellies, you can see a broken off hook, uh, like a weapon, like a like a like a large, almost like a butcher hook, like a giant, big butchery hook that has been broken off. That looked to be maybe possibly the weapon that was used at one point to to draw the slash. You have like a, a broken hook weapon. You've got an arrow suggesting goblin goblin arrows, and you definitely saw a pattern with the way the belly was slashed. So at this point, all of you have, have split off uh, and and done some things. Some of you have been successful. Floy has not. And uh, at a certain point, maybe all of you huddle around. You kind of come over, check in within each other. Gilly, you're making your final notes. You've got the arrow in your hand. Um, what do you two, what do you three say to each other?
3: Well, I asked some of the folk around here, not too friendly.
4: I mean, I could have told you that. Hobbit to Hobbit. You could have waited, but, you know, instead he just had to go. But, you know, what do I know? I'm just just a hobbit. As I'm, like, also just, like, also still pulling out, like, intestines <laughs> and maybe, like, looking at them.
0: Talking with your hands and so stuff's, like, flying here and there <laughs> yeah. in a just comically visceral way. Okay.
4: So
1: I noticed um, kind of over by the edge of the woods there that there appeared to be what looked almost like wolf tracks that seemed to be heading off in in that direction.
4: Uh, Well, uh, that would track and I like fling up the arrow and maybe like blood kind of like spatters up against one of you. And and I'm
1: just like dabbing my (laughs) eye. Like I'm used to this. This is what you do, but it's still just like.
4: Annoying, Uh, yeah. And uh, I found this arrow, Uh, it looks, it looks goblins and and here's a, a meat hook, and I like hand that to floy and uh and it looks like maybe this was intended to be a message they they kind of shot them to trap them in place and left them to bleed out to die
3: Goblins goblins and wolves which I would say aennial
0: of all you, you for certainly would know not an uncommon combination mm-hmm. <laughs> at all very very common like 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 Gilly was saying it it tracks
1: mm-hmm. it's such a such a waste of meat maybe you're right it's to send a message
4: I mean I did read a book once on war and you know that does tend to be a a very awful message to receive
3: we should go let gold Barrow know or good barrel gold barrel
0: always thinking about gold this guy <laughs> ever the treasure hunter <laughs> okay okay so you uh you wander up to rosa uh and you know she takes a look at you all and and she's uh, of of the people that you've spoken to in comb, she has been the most receptive obviously cuz you share a friend in balan mm-hmm. uh but even still She's a little skeptical uh, of, of you know, strangers coming in, trying to trying to fix their problems. But she says,
5: well, all right, out with it. What did you find? What have you learned? There are some tracks
1: that are leaving the property, some wolf tracks heading off in that direction. And then Renee will just sort of point to Kelly.
4: Uh, and it looks like goblins killed your livestock. Uh, slashed their bellies and left them out to bleed, which is a rather terrible way to die.
5: And you? She looks over at Floyd. What have you learned? Exactly what they said.
0: Hmm. You see, like she just furrows her brow and just mm, kind of like a, a disappointing.
5: Well, I've also uh, I've been speaking with my neighbors, and apparently. Uh, some of the farm, the farm uh, creatures aren't the only ones who've been uh, put off by this attack. One of our, uh, one of our lumberjack friends, uh, uh, Lisa Briarcleve. she seems to be missing, or rather, she went off into the Chetwood in the very direction that you pointed at Miss. Um, what was your name again?
0: She looks over at Arinia. Arinia. Hmm. Mm. She just again disapproving shake of her head as as you as you utter.
5: She went off yesterday evening to do a, a bit of reconnaissance. She's got a bit of a a small shack out in the wood, not too far away, and she hasn't returned at all. We're quite concerned, in fact. If what you say is true, and there are goblins running about in the woods, we
1: would have. Your neighbors sent anyone after her?
5: Do we look like we can fight goblins?
1: We would uh, be happy to continue our investigation, if that is what you...
5: Oh, you'd be happy to continue your investigation, would you? Investigation that I gave you half the information that you now have, or at least a third. That there's another missing woman out there who might be able to lend a some sort of hand into this, what happened here?
1: Well, sometimes it's about information. Sometimes it's about action. You just said you are not necessarily folks to go out after goblins, and we are folks to go out after goblins, so.
5: Are you now? Big, strong warriors, are you?
4: Um, uh Ah. As like Gilly's like adjusting her books,
0: <laughs> books falling. Still have, like like kind of blood smatter here and there.
4: Yeah.
0: Weird contradiction <laughs> of imagery here. Okay. Well, I
5: will tell you this: if you if you're looking for some sort of reward, we've got nothing for you. If you come back, I'll make you a sandwich, give you a pint. Something like that. But if you want reward, then you better be speaking with your your friend, Bal, and he's the one who could help you here. We, I didn't ask for any help, but he sent you here nonetheless.
4: We're not here for the reward, honestly. It's just, I love knowledge and finding things out and to help help everyone around us. So I think we should go look for Miss Elisa. Uh, Could you point me in the way of her cabin?
5: Do you see that uh, tree line over there?
4: And, and she just points, points to the door. And, Yeah, and then you just watch as Gilly just kind of starts, thank you, and starts marching <laughs> off towards
5: it. Uh, d- okay. <laughs> well, you have fun with that one. She seems like she's going to get one of you killed one day, but so be it.
1: She was able to provide us with information and let you know what happened to your livestock, so she is valuable to us. Good day.
0: I could. I, <laughs> I never... <laughs> As you turn around and walk away, you can hear her just huffing. And she looks over towards Floyd. And what do you have to say about this all?
3: I shift my metal axe. That's always by my waist. And I say, we'll take care of it. If we're not back, then you know we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have fun out
5: there
0: then. And so, uh, okay. Yeah, you turn away and you just hear her mumbling like about like strangers out of towners always oh, messing around in
5: our business, never ask for anything. I'm gonna have a good word with Ballard next time I see him. He is not gonna get my, my, my decent price on mutton anymore. And uh,
0: yeah, so you guys want to go into the Chetwood? Is that what you're telling me?
1: Yes, we do. All
0: right, so we're not doing a full on journey because it's like that, it's not really far enough. Uh, so this is just more like the Chetwood itself is like you can probably get across it. In about a day and a day to two days or so, depending on, 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 different events. So this isn't full journey rules yet or anything like that. Um, but yeah, um, how about this? We'll, we'll do kind of like a mini, uh, sort of a mini idea here. Like who would be kind of leading the way and, and, and trying to continue to, you know, look for tracks or trying to find their way, stuff like that. Like who, who would be taking point on here on this is effectively what I'm asking
3: do a favorable scan
0: if that's something so i think useful yeah scan's not bad i think this is more uh, i don't i don't think travel really needs to apply here because it's not really a long journey uh i think awareness would be good um scan i think is more i think scan a scan i think of like looking around in a room and trying to find like hidden doors or something like that right Uh. the idea of seeing what's out of place um but like hunting, if you're specifically looking for animals, I think awareness, if it's just sort of all purpose kind of idea, that that sort of thing.
1: Well, I suppose we're looking for two sets of tracks now because we're looking to see where the wolf tracks went. And then we're also looking for uh, Elise's tracks.
0: OK. So, so who I do a oh. role. could I right. do
4: like a regular awareness roll?
0: Yeah, why don't we do both? Let's do both of those.
4: Ooh. Oh, I got a great
1: success.
0: Okay.
4: I got a failure.
0: All right. Um a great success, huh?
1: Indeed, I rolled a uh, Gandalf, I believe.
0: Uh that is in fact a Gandalf, yeah. Uh, don't forget by the way you can always do things like support and aid and etc and also remember one of the things we haven't really talked about yet is you guys you guys mentioned you have distinctive features so uh in the game whenever you think uh, a, a skill test or something like that might be uh, speaking to one of your distinctive features if you want to uh you actually not even any time it's really any time you can spend a hope point uh to uh, to inspire yourself so you can get you know extra dice but if you're you know if you If you're, you you can specifically kind of double that when it's like a a distinctive feature, basically. Um, So
1: bold and swift, and I'm not quite sure this tracks for right now. Mm
0: -hmm. You still, it's like you have hope is a resource, so you have to Mm -hmm. spend it. You don't get it for free or anything. That's up to you. Uh, All right, so you're so as you're kind of traveling into the into the Chetwood, which it's 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 mostly like the the early parts of the chat I should come in. You can see what looks like scattered sections where there have been little patches here and there where folks have been doing lumber work, right? You can see that there's some felled trees every now and then. You can see what looks like, you know, tents that have been set up for uh those that are, you know, mill, you know, not necessarily full on, full on mill work, but people with saws and such that have been packed up neatly, kind of covered up. Um, likely they're Workers that might have been returning at some point today, but maybe this attack has has slowed some of that. Uh, but the further you go in, the darker it gets and the harder it is, perhaps, to see uh, the sky. You still get rays of sunlight coming in, but the day continues to progress. As you're looking around, Gilly, you're looking for, effectively, you're looking for any signs. Uh, thanks for that sub, Aaron. Appreciate that. Uh, as, you're, as you're looking around, you're looking for kind of any signs of of things that are out of place, any signs of, of people, you know, goblins, maybe, et cetera, that might be moving about. And there's the, the undergrowth of the uh, of the forest itself is uh, it's kind of a mixture. It looks like there was maybe rain at some point to- at some point between like late last night and like this afternoons, so maybe early morning, there was rain, and it's kind of caused a bit of trouble, a little bit of murky areas here and there, and you can hear the splashing of your feet. Um, but it's hard to kind of keep keep any sort of clear, you know, clear path for, for who or what might have been traveling through here. Um, Aranial, however, you do notice more than once what looks like additional signs of paw prints. Um, but with a great success, there's there's something that kind of was bugging you in the back of your mind um, a little bit earlier, uh, and that was that the paw prints didn't. Like you, you've you've tracked wolves before, like they're and they didn't seem very particularly you know particularly big like these these paw prints, and you've seen some some wolves themselves, and it's it's not common for wolves to get that close, like the, that they pulled right up onto the edge of like this village is a little bit peculiar. Like certainly wolf attacks out in out in the plains or out in the, in the forest. But like that close was peculiar unless they're driven obviously by, by somebody else. But you're starting to get the feel that maybe they're not wolf prints at all. Maybe wild dogs, uh, something like that. It's is, it, you're starting to get mixed, mixed readings and, um, and the further you kind of go in, you begin to see like pathways sort of diverge. And you can see what looks like at one point a rineal kind of human footsteps, big enough boot prints, mud here and there coming and going. And there's a handful of like these paw prints that you would subscribe to like wild dogs or, or just large like mastiffs or something like that. But then there's this other like wash of tracks that goes sort of kind of parallel or kind of off northeasterly. That has a mixture of of those larger wolf prints but also scattered signs of of like rough boot prints and so like you almost feel like there's there were two paths that eventually diverged like two groups mm-hmm. that split off in some way
1: and does any of that look like goblin
0: you yeah the 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 latter of the two is okay. giving you that vibe because you can see like a uh, like at one point in the where the dogs kind of broke off you can see what looks like a big Tall, you know, like tall. You know, for a tall person, like big, meaty human boot print. Thank you for those bits, Aaron. We got ourselves a couple. We'll we'll do. Yeah, we'll do our rolls. Do we want to do re-rolls or do we want to do like uh, bonus die? What do we think? I like bonus die. Do bonus die? Okay. So we'll say 100. So we're setting up our, our bits rules. 100 bits equals an extra D6. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. And so it, so yeah, yeah, that works. I think I like that. So we have I think Chuck gave us a couple earlier, so we probably are sitting at 6 right now. So there's six free die to have at some point.
1: So uh Gillian Floyd, it, we seem to have a choice. We've kind of had some some tracks, but now we've got some that go that direction and some that go that direction. So do we want to follow the goblin and the wolf? tracks or do we want to follow the human tracks
3: we'll see if this Elsa is still alive
1: try to find Uh, Elisa
4: I think we should try and find Elisa first at least send her back make sure she's not dead And Gilly just keeps going in the way you point she's trucking along that's
1: how we're going
0: okay so you're heading, you're you're following the human human bootprint and like what look like dog. Dog woods. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So those kind of start veering off and they go further and further east. Like both of them, you know, both sets of tracks are coming northward from from comb into the Chetwood, But then the group of what you presume are goblins and maybe wolves veers off sort of northwesterly, and then it's a little bit of a sharper turn for the human and the, the dog. Dog prints, and that eventually starts veering off eastward after after a spell, and by nightfall, and you can see it's dust. Sun's going down in the west on the other side of the Chet- what You're on the eastern edge of the chestwood. You can see that the the prints go off into the Midgewater Marshes. Uh, not a very hospitable place. Swampland, marshy land here and there. Um, all manner of like you know, weird creatures that could potentially annoy you from time to time, but uh, it's not really a place that's easily traversed, but doable. But you do see that eventually the boot prints uh, that, that I would say, Reniel, you're with your great success. You would know that somebody was trying to cover their tracks, but you were just with your great success. Just you managed. Good. Yeah, you're just too good. You just managed to like pick up on them from time to time. But once it gets into the the kind of the line of the swampy waters, you just lose them entirely. But you know that they've that that pairing, that group has disappeared somewhere into the marshes. <laughs> That's true, Aaron. You did owe Melissa. Melissa <laughs> ruined our Delta Green game on Thursday with are silly.
2: Matter of perspective.
0: We're getting a divorce cause of that, Aaron. Did I tell you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what would you like to do? And it's followed, uh, and it's nearly it's nearly nighttime.
1: Followed the tracks as, as far as I can, but um if that is Lisa, she's been working hard to not be found.
3: You think goblins. It's not to be found from the, by the goblins, right? Yeah,
1: yet to be determined,
3: but possibly. Not a fan of traveling in the wetlands in this heavy armor, but should scan around.
4: Well, they did say back there that she had her, her home. So maybe, uh, I don't know. We could go check out there, see if it, there's signs of combat or something or if she just is out hunting
1: so Jeff where is her house compared to where we are like I'm assuming is that back where we came from
0: yeah it's back a ways yeah uh likely you would have you would have passed by it uh relatively quickly uh it's not so much her home but just kind of like I was saying with those like lumberjack lean-to's like a little like a workplace setup area is kind of where it was at like just a place where she would probably set up for for time uh park a workhorse, something like that. Um in a small Jeff, wagon I, and kind of pull away. Could yeah.
1: I try and, and maybe this is included in what I've been doing and trying to track, but can I try to like can I get up a tree and try to get like a different perspective on the landscape? Or is that kind of part of what I've been doing?
0: Uh no, if you want to climb up a tree and you wanna I would say like it would be you might be able to catch something looking out into the, into the marshes, uh, just before, like, again, it's getting dark, but you might yeah. be able to catch something, Yeah, before uh, just beforehand. One. Uh, but it would be a little bit less useful looking westward back towards the, the woods. Um, okay. Uh, go ahead and, uh, let's do like an athletics roll, uh, climb up that tree. Yeah, no Success. problem. Success, 18
1: over 13.
0: Okay, so you get up the tree, and you scan around into the marsh itself, which still has trees and stuff here and there, but they're scattered. They're a different kind. They're crooked. Everything in over the next several miles, not that you can see that far, is, is swampland, marshland. It's just unpleasant. What you do uh, at some point in the far distance, uh, just on the edge of your vision, you do see what looks like a small... Plume of smoke that's coming up, almost hidden and obscured, uh, just barely peeking out from a, above. What looks like a ridgeline of those those kind of crooked, gnarled trees, suggesting that there is a campfire deep into the marshes somewhere.
1: And so, how far do I estimate would travel time be from where we are to where that is?
0: At night, you would think that the travel would be a little bit precarious, um, but not you know not impossible. Uh, but you would think that. It would probably take you a couple hours, uh, and in the dark, through already difficult terrain, might be might be a little troublesome.
1: What do you say? Are we up for some nighttime marshland travel?
3: Aye, right, let's get to before something else does.
1: Gilly, maybe you can get some of that. Blood off your hands in the water as we as we go.
4: Yeah, and just attract leeches. No, thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she'll just hike her pants up higher.
3: <laughs> so equipment-wise, okay. it's just what we started off with, right? Or it's like right. So
0: have... equipment in One Ring Second Edition. There's there's war gear, which weapons and armor and shields, right? Uh, then there's useful items and useful items. The amount that you can carry is determined by your uh, your uh, what is it called? Your quality of life. What am I thinking? Endurance? What's the phrase? No, it's, oh, it's um, by, by your life. wealth. Standard of living. That's, that's one thing. Living. And so uh, a useful item is specifically an item that you can use to get a bonus die on a specific type of role. Right. and you all should have. I think we we did those. So, like pulling up longs, for instance, uh, on Floyd, he's got like uh, he's got maps or stone carving tools, right? So, stone carving to- tools. If you ever try to roll craft, you could potentially use your stone carving tools to give you a bonus die on craft. Um, and those are the only ones that need to be designated. Other things like travel gear, usually stuff that you don't have to mark on your sheet unless you want to like it has some sort of you know important purpose to you but things like cloaks or something like that that's not worth like we just assume that you probably have it
3: so since it's getting dark and you can pull out like a lantern like
4: I happen to have a lantern
0: I do I do believe that that's one of the things you put down so you can specifically use that uh, at this point possibly to, to benefit you in some way
4: mm-hmm.
0: okay uh, alright so you all begin to uh, kind of dip into the, uh, into. you're going into the marshes at night?
2: Uh, marshes at night? At night.
0: Okay. So, uh, are you still leading the way, Reniel? Yes, I am. Okay. You start, as, as the three of you dip into this, this, marshland area you can feel your your feet your boots already just like sink your your five ten fifteen steps in and your feet just collapse into the earth as it's just soggy and difficult to move around eventually you start sloshing around in water you hear the sounds of of bugs buzzing around you sw- you know kind of getting in your ears you have to swap them away left and right it's again midsummer the heat is beginning the humidity is kind of getting to you you also hear like peculiar sounds, just sort of wafting on the air from time to time. Um, you hear it sounds like a distant like call, like a like a a yell of some of some kind out you know somewhere off in the shadows. More than once, you stumble across what looks like a, a an outcropping of rock, only to as you collapse and step back up, you realize it's some broken statue half sunken beneath the swamp water bits of moss and grime kind of covering up exactly whatever kind of runes or engravings might have been on it. And it's specific purpose. No one really knows. Go ahead and everybody, I'm going to say everybody can make this, Um, go ahead and make a shadow test. So as the, just sort of the oppression of what's happening here. So every now and then in the game, certain things might happen where you're, you know, the, the influence of the shadow might kind of get to you, right? And so in this point, you're gonna get a chance to resist it. Um so shadow tests, uh when you kind of get hit by it, it's there's three different types. There's um, there's dread, sorcery, and greed. So those are like whenever those three, one of those three concepts start hitting you strongly. In this case, it's going to be dread, like this idea of you're hearing these weird growls and sounds in the distance. You're seeing movement on the water, the sudden splash and maneuver of like some kind of large reptile here or there moving about. You all need to roll a valor test and that uses your heart target number. So it's just a D twelve with D six. Uh, D yeah D twelve and a, yeah D twelve and D six because all of re- you should be valor just one.
1: Uh, hit valor.
0: I think that I think the, I think oh, the character no, sheet's no. functional. Yeah.
3: Oh, is it?
0: Okay.
1: Arneal failed. Everybody
3: oh. Everybody
4: failed. Everyone failed.
0: Okay. So. As, like, the I mean, I might be overdoing it here, but uh, everyone go ahead and take a just take a shadow point as you all of you start to feel like maybe this maybe this wasn't a good idea starting to wade into the swamps at night. And as that thought sinks into all your minds, you hear that growl suddenly get closer. And when I say growl, I don't mean like it's animalistic, it almost sounds like a person. You see a shadow moving about. Something kind of gets tossed and thrown. And then that's when you see this fairly massive shadowy figure suddenly emerge out from behind this fallen crooked tree. And Gilly, Arrhenio, floyd all of you would recognize what looks like a troll. (laughs) (gasps) Stepping out. It's got this crazed look on its eye your lamplight flickering out from the eyes you can see it's got clothing on but it's ripped and and it seems to be soaking and sodded and colored and all sorts of grime Yeah, and it's just whipping its, har- its arms right and left kind of pushing itself out from behind this tree that kind of gets in the way and uh, what do you say uh, we dive into combat for the first time actually Let's do it. Alright. With, With a troll. With a troll. I got no real map for this one, so what I'll do is I'll drop it. I'll drop our tokens on the on the main map so that you guys can easily roll. So let me pop those down. Uh, just make a little little space for them. One and two and gilly, and then we'll drop our troll as well. Boom. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a wee bit bigger than yours. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Um actually, you know what we could do? I do have another like kind of generic map. Yeah, let's do this one. That well, that's perfect. I do have a map. I'm lying to y'all. One second. Let me get this out of the way. Oh, oh yeah, this is perfect. Acceptable. This is this is perfect. Like us ourselves.
4: My stress levels just went <laughs> <been laughs> capped out. We'll have a pretty map
1: that everything will be on when we die to the troll in our first episode.
0: <laughs> yep. Give it a second. It's loading up. Uh, I just pulled you all over to it. So it should be loading up fairly quickly. Okay. So we'll put you again. The, all of this is somewhat abstracted. we will walk through. Again, we're going to walk through combat again, because I know it's been a couple weeks since we've done it uh, when we did our practice. And even then we were kind of like, you know stepping through it a little bit easy but yeah let's uh center that a little bit more but you see just kind of pushing out from behind this large tree over here <laughs> angry hungry and you all <laughs> you all step out into it all right so let me put you into combat all right so there's that so shall we get so let me Sure. So let's go through combat one more time. And again, this is for folks. Again, if you're watching this to learn, we'll kind of go through this. Um, so one of the things you want to consider is a surprise ambush. I'm going to say for now, no surprise, no ambush. She was making enough noise that you're not completely surprised that something was there. But also you all didn't really surprise him as he was kind of hearing the sounds of, of approaching people and the relative quiet of the of the swamp. So there's no initiative. Uh, in, in one ring, uh, it's it's really uh, most of the time, almost all the time, players will go first, uh, but there's kind of two sections of combat. First, there's the opening volley, uh, and then we move into close quarters. And so most combats are presumed to start at a distance where you can kind of see your, at your adversary and people, if they have ranged weapons, can potentially kind of get a quick volley off. And then they presume to kind of close into melee at that point. Um, so, yeah um so let's start with that so how many of you actually have some kind of uh some kind of weapon that you could potentially use for uh for a ranged combat attack here I have A spear that can throw. you have a spear okay all right
1: i have a bow i'm just not entirely sure if it would have been equipped
0: we'll say like, it is i would it. have had it readied I I would assume you're, especially since Gilly is the one who's carrying the lantern uh, at this point, um, I think it's perfectly reasonable that you would have a weapon in your hands ready as you're traveling through what otherwise is fairly kind of scary, potentially dangerous.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to hold it as high as I can without my arm getting tired.
0: Okay. (laughs) So... As this 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 troll steps from behind this broken this broken down tree has this what looks like a a, a water log chunk of log uh, in its hand it hurls it at you all and you all do the same go ahead and you're gonna make your your attack here so when you're doing opening volleys it's just you're just making an attack roll it's a normal range attack roll nothing nothing different uh, so go ahead and you can you can roll those.
4: Am I also rolling?
0: Uh, do you, do you have a one-handed, we'll say, no. do you have any kind of, you know, anything you're going to throw here? Okay.
1: Uh, All long as right. it letting you roll, it's
4: not letting me roll.
1: Remember, you so have like to,
0: tr- you tr- have to target, like with this, I with our Fondra right system, you have to target the, uh, the troll. I
4: thought I the did. To target, it's double, double right you. click. Thank you. Yep. Great success. Oh, I got a great
0: success on my throw here. Look at you. Look at you, buddy. It's a failure for a <laughs> No sign of Lagos Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. It's first combat, I wouldn't I wouldn't TPK people in the first combat. That's not something I would do. Third or fourth, probably. Uh, okay, so Floy, you hit you're the one who hit Floy. I think everybody else failed. Um, so deals four damage. So, so in this game says, I can add like sorry.
3: a bonus to it.
0: So yeah, so commonly uh, when you're doing you know, you want to look at your weapon and you want to see what special traits your weapon might have that could kind of give you an idea of what special feature you can use for that extra success. Second, totally, Stephen. Second combat, if they're dicks, but never the first. <laughs> Third combat, 100%. 100%. Someone's going down. Uh, so usually if you're doing ranged, uh, it might have pierce. So, so you, you're doing a spear, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Spears should have the Pierce trait, uh, which means you can spend one success icon, which you have, uh, to modify the feet die numerical result of your attack by plus uh, by plus three, which could possibly trigger a piercing blow. Uh, and so, and this can't be, yeah. So you can you can do that. A piercing blow, remember, is a ten uh like i think it's a 10 or a 12 on the d12 basically it's a 10 or it's a it's a uh
3: gandalf oh so i rolled a nine so if i add that plus three it becomes a twelve. that's
0: true you would get a piercing blow and Now, so yeah so we'll go ahead and do that um so then what i have to do is i have to roll a protection roll so since you made your piercing blow okay you've done your four damage no problem but it was such a good throw. As you just you ducked underneath this wild hurl of this waterlogged piece of wood, you duck under down, and then you, as it's recoiling, you see a perfect opportunity to kind of get your spear wedged underneath the uh, the arm, like this little meaty area where it's not necessarily protected. You hurl the spear, and you can see if you can try to get some kind of injury. So, I have to roll armor. Do, 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 do. What's the injury rating on your weapon?
3: Uh, let's take a look.
0: 14. Okay, so what I need to do is I need to do my protection roll. Let me see what I got. One second. Sorry, I'm going through all my my own little things.
1: I feel like a great success balances out a failure, right? Like that all works out. <laughs>
3: You're not taking credit for my feet. Okay,
0: so, <laughs> so what I have to do now to like sort of defend against your piercing blow is I make a I roll protection. That's mm-hmm. a a feet die, so a d12 plus a number of success dice. That's the d6s equal to my protection value of the armor that I have. Right, I have armor three, so I'm, I'm rolling a, a feet die. And three, so I'm rolling a D12 and three D6s, oh, wow. and I need to beat your injury rating. What was the 14. injury again? That's fourteen. So I have to beat a fourteen. Let's see if it does it automatically, or if it's just going to roll the three D6s. Uh, nope, this looks good. That's
3: I fail. Oh. Yes, you did. I fail,
0: uh, and so that means I now have to roll. Well, actually, it's a little different with with enemies. Uh, Usually, some enemies will like with one like if it's a, if it's a relatively weak or mild enemy like one wound just basically slays them uh, but this is a troll uh, so you manage to you you throw your spear their arm kind of is recoiling from having missed their throw, and your spearhead embeds deeply into the rib cage and you can see it's just kind of hanging there and they look down. <sighs> angry at this and just swing down with their arm. And you can see it just plucks out, rips a whole chunk of flesh, pops one of the ribs free. And you can see that you've definitely broken its ribs and it's wounded and hurt. Um. Uh, but yeah, it's still going to keep going though. um, And we're going to get into proper combat. If this was like a goblin, for instance, you would have outright killed mm. it. Uh, but because it's a troll, it actually going to keep going. All right, so let's then assume we're going to dive into then our our like kind of, you know, first round of combat. So we did our opening so does volley. Did he also attack us? Uh no, I was just doing that for flavor. Okay. Uh the, yeah. I mean like if he had a if, if he had like a, way, a ranged weapon of some kind, uh, he could have, but like he he doesn't. I was just again flavor. Uh all right. So now again, we're going to doing the, we're not always going to go this slow. We're just going slow for it's the first app trying to get things down, etc. Uh, so then the next thing we got to do is we do stance selection, right? So like you all determine your stance, uh, there's four different stances you can take. Uh, there's forward stance and that's very aggressive. Whenever you do forward stance, uh, if you're going to get into melee, that gives you an extra, uh, an extra dice, an extra die on your attack rolls. It also means that any other close combat attacks against you gain an extra D six, gives you a specific uh, combat task. Like in every one of these stances has a special ability that you can do. In this case, you could potentially do intimidate, which is rolling an awe test, et cetera. Uh, open stance is a is a balanced stance. There's no advantages or disadvantages. There's like no extra bonuses, no extra penalties, etc. The combat task you get is what's called rally com- comrades. You can do an in heart and roll to try to inspire everybody so that on the next round, everybody can basically get a bonus to their attacks. There's a defensive stance, uh, which is a very protective stance, uh, meaning your attack rolls are going to lose a d6, but uh, for each for each opponent that's going to engage you. In this case, there's only going to be the one, uh, but close combat attacks against you are reduced by one, uh, and you also have the ability to do what's called protect companion, which means you can make a battle roll as your action. And on a successful uh, roll, the next attack aimed at whoever you're protecting is is essentially more difficult. And then there's the rearward stance, which is if you want somebody to remain ranged uh, during this part of combat, uh, you can can go into rearward stance. Now, there's a couple limitations to that. Um, The total number of enemies can't be more than twice the number of heroes, which is not the case here. You just got the one troll. Uh, And then the other thing is for every player hero that's in a rearward stance, there has to be at least two other heroes that are in melee, which works out perfect for us since there's three of you. One of you basically can stay back and shoot from a distance. The other two have to get up, though, to be able to do that. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, why don't we go ahead and declare that? Remember, you can do that on your directly on your token. And if you have trouble doing it, I can do it for you. So, uh, so yeah. What? Uh, so, Arrhenio, what uh, what stance are you going to go with?
1: I'll need you to do it for me. I was going to go with defensive.
0: Defensive? Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Floyd, what do you want to do? Going all in forward. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to die right off the bat. Okay, so forward stance. And then, uh, Gilly, what do you want to do?
4: Uh, to start, I'm going to be open. Um, open? Open. So I can do the inherent roll.
0: Okay, perfect. Okay. Now the what the stance determines initiative, basically. So like forward stance is gonna go get to go first, then open stance, then defensive stance, then rearward. So there's no role for initiative like we have in other games. Okay. Uh, okay. So the next thing we do is we engage. So This is like how we kind of assign targets. So imagine we're like everyone's – they fired their shots. They threw their spears. You're charging in. You're about to swing and you're about to fight. We just kind of figure out who – like target assignment, like where where each people are going to – who's going to target each other. You all have one option. So basically, Arrhenial, Floy, you can just move your tokens right up next to the troll. No big deal. Uh, and you too, Gilly, actually, since you're an open stance, you would, you would effectively be engaging the troll as well. And again, this is all kind of. Um...
4: Do I have to go forward for that?
0: No, no. Okay. I mean, but, but technically if you're an open stance, like, and you're not playing in rearward, technically he could, he could choose kind of who he yeah. wants to attack. The mm-hmm. only way he couldn't attack you is if you were in rearward stance. Got so it. technically he could still attack you if he wanted to on the stern, And I might, cause I'll probably roll random. Uh, all right. So then uh, let's go. Uh, Floyd, you're up first, man. Uh, what do you want to do?
3: I'm going to charge in two-handed my great axe. and Just swing at him. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. You're charging. You're swinging. You got that going. Uh, do you Now, don't forget. I want to remind everybody. We've got uh, seven uh, uh, audience purchased bonus die. You've got your hope that you can potentially yeah, spend to tap in. Hope. Inspired. Okay. Okay, so you're Somewhere. using hope. Yeah, I'm gonna use hope here. Are you tapping into a distinctive feature? Distinctive
3: feature. Let me remember what those were real quick. Uh... <laughs> it's on your character sheet.
4: <laughs> but they're right underneath your common skills. You're
0: killing me, boss. Uh, All right, uh,
3: maybe maybe proud. Proud. Help my feature okay. achievements. at <laughs> highest. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> we'll take it for now.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Go go get it. Go get them, cowboy. All right. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, go in, uh, roll your attack. Make sure you add in your bonus die that you get from being inspired and everything, and then uh, and give it a roll, man.
3: Oh, that's That's a great, Wait, great success. That's oh. a great
0: success. Uh, what kind of weapon do you have? This are you using? Type. It's a great. Yeah. He's using
4: his great axe. All right.
0: Oh. So with that extra, uh, with that extra success icon you get um with an axe axes do not have pierce they have you could do a heavy blow uh, or you can do a fend off uh so a heavy blow you can spend one success icon to increase the target's endurance loss by an amount equal to your strength so you can get extra damage um and if you're using a two-handed weapon, it would be even more. Uh, fend off is to modify your own parry rating. So if you want to increase, if you want to be more defensive because you're concerned you might get attacked this round, it could potentially um, increase your your parry rating by plus one. So you, those are the two you would have to choose from with your axe.
3: I think I'll do the heavy blow and just add the extra damage to it.
0: Okay, so what's your strength? Strength is Six. Okay, plus 1 since you're using two-handed weapons, that's 7. And then what's the damage on the weapon? Uh it's 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 flat. There's no you don't roll it's for 7. Damage. Okay, so 7 plus 7. You just did 14 points of damage to this thing. Describe oh. the blow as you come charging in after your spear and hack this hack into this guy.
3: That's crazy. I just after throwing the spear, I just pull out my great axe. I think I'm like stomach height because I'm pretty stout for a dwarf. So I just slash into his abdomen. Okay.
0: And he looks down at you and he's just hate just filling his eyes. Um, next up it's going to be Gilly.
4: So I want to do an Inheartened roll. So uh, I am going to use a Point of Hope to use my distinctive feature true hearted. Uh, to give me an extra dice and uh, for funsies. No, I won't. I'll just do that. OK,
0: <laughs> okay. but funsies is what we're here for. Uh, OK, so bonus
4: die. And I'm rolling.
0: Beautiful. That looks great.
4: An extraordinary Holy-
0: success. Wow. That's amazing. So, hmm. So first of all, you are successful, so that means everybody is going to get a bonus die their next round. Now, yeah. specifically for what you're doing, it's dependent upon stance. But because you have extra, because you have extra success icons, mm-hmm. so normally your action of uh, what's it called again? Um, uh, rally yeah. comrades. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So normally. If you just had a plain normal success, only people in a forward stance would have gained the bonus. Mm-hmm. But because you've got those extra successes that to, to make it into an extraordinary success, this basically lets it so that anybody, uh, so if your role includes a success icon, the bonus is applied to all player heroes fighting in a combat, in a close combat stance. So whether you're in forward, open, or defensive, next round, you're going to get a bonus die on your attack.
4: Even rearward as well, then, right?
0: No, it has to be a oh, close. Okay. Uh, actually, no. Wait, close you might be right. Stance. Close combat stance. It's not. It doesn't say melee. Close, okay. This is this is all close combat. Yep, good call. Okay, awesome. You guys are really you're right, Matt. <laughs> they are really popping off. I so, yeah, uh, disapprove. You can't
1: be you can't be rumored then because yeah. it's rumored or close combat stance. Yeah, so three are close combat. One is rumored.
0: Okay, thank you for the clarification. Uh, Arenial comes to you.
1: Uh, so I am. I'm gonna try for uh, protect companion.
0: Okay, who are you gonna choose to protect? Gilly. Okay, all right. Um, do you have battle?
1: I'm pretty sure I do.
0: Roll roll um roll battle.
1: Yeah. Before. I
0: mean. Yeah. This is oh, this is, is for something I else. Roll battle for this. Okay. This is this is this is for something else.
1: 19 great success
0: you see this thing is staring down at floy and you see hate burning in his eye like and you hear under the breath like some sort of muttering about like dwarven meat or whatever and after the two blows floy has left into it you probably would get the instinctive you know the, the, the instinct that Floy might be the uh, the choice of target on their next okay. on their attack. Yeah.
1: Then I will do Floy. Uh, okay. For that, and I will go ahead and take one of our seven.
0: Okay, I got you.
1: So I am clicking bonus die, and I'm going to try this. Go for it. Success. Fifteen.
0: Success. So basically, what this means is I'm going to have a penalty on my attack against Floy. Right? i lose i lose a i lose a bonus die nice <laughs> all right okay so uh it's now the troll's turn <laughs> very excited very excited so there's one thing i forgot uh, when i was making my protection roll uh, okay. and'm I'm, but i'm not gonna go back and fix it is that uh, trolls, this troll has a, an ability called hatred for dwarves, uh, which means all of their roles are favored uh, when dealing ah. with dwarves. Uh, so, as I said, they're going to turn. <laughs>
6: and he's
0: just going to look down and it's going to do this pick this huge club that you thought was just like a tree trunk and it might actually just be a tree trunk and they're just gonna
6: troll smash Boosh.
0: and it's gonna bring it down in an overhead sweep um, onto Floyd. So, uh, okay, so a so f- couple, alright, I need to target let me target Floyd. Let's target for my attack and then Using the club. Alright, so he's gonna get an extra feet die because it's favored, but he is going to have one penalty die uh because of Arinial's protection. So competing. yeah. Okay, here we go. Oh goodness. Uh that's still a success. Not a great success, uh, but it's still a success so attacks using the club deal six damage and you need to make a protection roll test uh, so the
3: the,
0: yeah you should be able to click right in the chat window and it should roll your protection roll test for you directly from there
3: and I have to get a better you have format. to
0: yeah you have so it's its injury rating so every every weapon has an injury rating and so this this trolls club uh, one second before you roll, before you roll, one sec. I just want to look at one thing. I also have. Um, I'm gonna spend a a point of hate to use my other fell ability, which is horrible strength. So whenever I score a piercing blow, uh, with a uh, the close combat attack, I can spend one hate to make the target's protection roll ill favored. So go ahead and make your protection roll, but you're gonna do it ill favored, which means you're rolling two feet die and taking the worst.
3: So I switch it over to worst.
0: Yeah. So you would.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Worst. Yeah, that's that's okay. right.
3: Yep. Perfect. Ooh. can I uh, hope this? What, what do you think?
0: Be? What do you think you're using here? Like what? What's your. What, so what do you. So you want to spend a hope to get a bonus die?
3: Yeah. What, what is spending hope? Does that.
0: So you're trying to get. You basically, you're, you're trying to. So. Burning a hope. uh, Oh, my God. Let me see if I explain this right. Burning a hope gets you uh, basically gets you an extra D6. So if you spend one point of your hope before you roll, you add an extra one D6 to your pool. If you're inspired, however, when you spend your hope point, you get double the effect, gaining two D6 instead of one D6. So... If you think if you can make a case that one of your distinctive features is being tapped into here, that's effectively how you're gonna get inspired. There's other ways I think that you might be able to get inspired too. So you if you think you can make the case. So do you if not, it's if, if you're still spending one one point of hope, it's just a question of whether or not you're getting one d6 or two d6 to your pool.
3: Oh, I see. I'll just take the
0: one, it's fine. Okay, go for it. Make that roll, add your bonus die, you're rolling an ill favored.
3: Oh, is that good?
0: That is very wow. good. That's holy, an extraordinary holy. success. Even with, uh, you, you only rolled a two, but you had so many <laughs> success die because you were just this big arm man. So what does this look like? This guy, this thing <laughs> reaches and takes this huge, what effectively is like a partially whittled tree trunk, swings it down on you, smashes it, looks awful. It looks to Arenial and Gilly like you are you are dead. Arenial you do your best to kind of, take your weapon and try to get the blow slightly off center. maybe you even shove Floyd before you just get smushed down into the water. And for a moment, there's a second where like, as the, as the tree trunks pulled back into getting ready for a second swing, Floyd is like beneath the swamp water and you don't see him whatsoever. And then suddenly, whoosh, Underneath the, out from the water, this dwarf covered in now grime and gook, your armor still intact. It's a little dented here and there. It took a beating, but whatever that, like your tiny little tank boy, uh, managed to protect yourself from a wound. You still take the, you still, what do you got?
4: You know the hair flip when you get out of the pool? But he does that with his beard. <laughs> his
0: beard? That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> I'm for that. I'm 100% for that. Okay, so you get up. You get. You take your points of damage. Uh, it was six points from your endurance, okay. but you don't take a wound. Okay. Is that all you got, wow. big fella?
6: Yeah. Looks down, confused. That usually works. Oh. Uh,
0: and then we will move on to the next round. Same deal, stance selection. What do you guys want? I can do it forward. for you to make it faster. Forward still? Okay. Yes. Arenial, uh, what do you want?
4: I'm going to move up to forward also.
0: Okay, forward stance it is.
4: I want get my bonus from the Unheartened, so I'm going to stay open.
0: Open it is. Okay. Uh, Arinial or Floy, you can go whenever order you want. Go ahead, Floy. I love it. I'll give you a chance. Kill I'm, him. I'm getting out of the water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. All
0: right, right Arinial, you're up. What do you do? Right. You get your so you get a plus have, you get a plus one from Gilly, don't forget.
1: Yep. Okay, so I have switched to my Keen weapon, which is my short sword.
0: Oh, very nice. So You wanna explain what Keen does?
1: Uh so that means that it is piercing on a nine or higher mm-hmm. instead of ten
0: yeah one of the things one of the ways you advance like there's there's kind of two ways you advance your character like character advancement is usually done through um, valor and wisdom rewards. Wisdom is like getting extra um, extra virtues which are equivalent of like talents in other games. and then rewards uh, are basically making your gear like really cool and badass right giving yeah, it names, like giving names. it like extra bonuses and stuff like that. and so you took Keen, which is a way like because you, you get to start with one. And okay. I am
1: bold. So can I say that that is uh, inspired? Can uh,
0: I spend well, the I hope? mean, you, yeah, I think so. You're going to have to describe how bold this looks. Like, what's this bold attack that Arennial's doing here?
1: Um, I think just we've been fighting together for a while. And, like, beard flip means shit's going down. So I think that's, <laughs> like, all right, we're in this, like... Saw like he was being successful, and I'm like, okay, we've, you know, like we're clicking, you know, kind of on all cylinders as a group. You're like, we kind of got everything working. And so now she's just like, spear,
0: hopefully. Okay. Somewhere
4: we're drift compatible, Jeff.
0: That sounds, that sounds, that sounds collaborative. Is that bold though? Like
1: I've been emboldened by that. Like, um, you know, kind of like Floyd was saying, like now, now it's my turn to see if like I can give my. All
0: right. It's first done. session. We'll let it go. <laughs>
1: okay, I'll work kind on of <laughs> we'll
0: it. Let it go. Okay. Uh, great success. So yeah, you definitely hit its number. Uh, doesn't look like you got a piercing blow, however. Um, but it is a great success. You got an extra success. Uh, what did what? What weapon are you using? Did you say keen short I'm sword? Using
1: my, yeah, short sword.
0: Okay, so you can spend your extra success to do a heavy blow. You could increase the amount of endurance damage you do. You can also do um a pierce. So we'll you can spend. Yeah. Okay, so you spend one six. So. Let's do the math first. You spend one success icon to modify the feet die uh, of your attack by plus one if using swords, which is what you would do. That's probably not going to help you here because you rolled a five on your feet die. So the pierce probably wouldn't make sense. So you would either want to do heavy blow or fend off probably here. Heavy blow is is just a flat increase to damage. Uh, of the attack fend off is if you think you're going to be the one getting attacked on this turn it would increase your your parry rating making it harder for him to hit you back
1: um i did say bold so i'll go heavy blow
0: okay so what's your strength
1: uh my strength is um seven
0: Okay, seven. And is it a two-handed weapon or is it a one-handed weapon? Short sword, so it's one-handed. Okay. Yep. So it'll be seven Seven additional points. So what's the damage on your short sword?
1: Three.
0: So seven plus three, you just did ten points of damage. So describe what this bold flavor attack looks like. What does it look like?
1: Um. So if I recall correctly, um, Floyd had done some damage kind of like to the ribcage area. Yeah. And so this is gonna be short sword into the wound.
0: Okay, just going right at it, just wailing away as he kind of recoils, looks down at Flo, That should work. And why he's confused at this little dwarf suddenly popping up from the water, you just take that opportunity to just jam the short sword right into the wound. Uh,
3: Floy, you're next. I'll get up take another swing with my ax here. Go for it, man. The only
6: thing you're eating is the heavy end in my blade. Yeah, I don't like iron in my diet, unless it's from meat. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are oh crushing your God.
0: rolls. This is insane. I, I disapprove. Oh I mean my goodness. damage on
3: top of you do? Damage? I don't
0: think you can do two of the same. I I think you can only, I think think it's
3: it's a successful, I think you can, but
0: I don't think you can tap into two of the same type. I think you have to spend them on different things. I might be wrong on that. We'll have to double check that Melissa. If you want to note that for later, I'll look it up. But I, that, that vaguely sounds familiar to me. And so we can say, we'll do a heavy blow and then you also get a fend off. So when he attacks you, you'll have a plus one as well. Okay. Uh, so what's the total then for me? Between weapon plus strength, like another, 14. Uh, another fourteen. Got it. Oh my god, you guys are wrecking this thing. It's still up, by the way. You guys have done forty-two points of damage to this thing. It is still up, but it's like, oh, oh god, oh. very angry, but it's looking
6: very, very beat up.
0: Um, okay.
4: You guys took your plus one or whatever
0: from yeah. me, right? Okay. Yeah, they did. That's that was a great and hard. That made this. This is a hell of a round. Um. Uh, So that was Floyd's turn. Gilly, open stance. What's up? What's she doing?
4: So I have my short sword. Finish him. I have my short sword.
0: Okay. Uh,
4: She's going (laughs) to kind of like go around and she just wants to take like a swipe at like maybe like his ankle. Like break his Achilles tendon or something if she can. That's that's my thought. That's my hope. Um, But what I would like to see is if I can get... um, uh, inspiration, because I'm keen-eyed.
0: So you're looking for, like, so, a very precise, like, Achilles strike? Yeah, like, I'm saying? going
4: specifically...
0: I don't know if Achilles would make sense, because it's probably underwater, like, but maybe, like, like the hamstring. Like his calf
4: or something? Yeah, his hamstring.
0: Yeah, let's, let's do a hamstring. I think hamstring's maybe even worse than... Yeah, I think that makes sense, and I'm it's all, probably, all like, with the size awful. of the troll, you're just, like, you're, like, I'm you just, know, like, you're probably reaching up. up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, sure, go for it. Again, first session. I'm being nice. That's why I only threw one troll at you.
4: So. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, so that's a bonus die, and then can I um, get another bonus from one of our pool?
0: Yeah, you got it. Don't forget, by the way, that you all can spend fellowship at some point uh, if you wanted to to make uh, a roll favored. Uh, that's your that's your patron ability. <gasps> okay. I how does this fail? What goes wrong as you go up so, and try to swing?
4: Gilly, like, misses a rock, right? So she ch- takes a little hop to, like, try and get some extra oomph when she goes. Yeah. And she oomphs too hard, and she kind of, like, spins around. So now she's facing <laughs> Rennial. Mm-hmm. and she's just, like, not facing the troll anymore.
0: <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. That's Rennial. <laughs> <laughs> You're a scholar. You have books. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, all right. It's the troll's turn. Uh, and since and since the troll took damage from uh, both Arenial and Floy, I think what we'll do is I'll, I'll 50-50 this, to see if he continues trying to plop Floy or if he goes after Arenial this time. So one to three. I'm going to roll D6, one to three, Araneal. Four, uh, four to six will be Floy. Uh, it'll be
6: Arenial this time as My little dirty man
0: uh, actually no I'm sorry that's probably wouldn't make sense because he does hate it's that hatred dwarfs thing I keep forgetting so scores. I yeah I think he will because of his hatred for dwarves uh, no go down little dwarf can thing boom he's gonna swing down smash at ya um, you got plus one to your parry don't forget uh, let's see
4: just
0: I, <laughs> uh so this is going to be favored for me, which is that's that's again, yeah, that's why that makes sense. It's, it it makes nothing but sense to roll if I have favorite. So yeah, I'll go ahead and same thing. I'll try to club him once more. Um, I don't have any pen. I don't have any bonus die. I don't have any penalty dice this time. Rar, swing
6: hard, shoot! As the oh, Gandalf
0: oh. rune pops Gandalf. up for me. <sighs> Uh, how do you dodge out of the way of this, or how do you how do you not get hit or take damage from this? What happens?
3: Uh, this one I just want to do a little barrel roll to the side.
0: Okay. Barrel roll through the water, and it's just, like, splashing <laughs> everywhere. You just got... You can feel the swampy grime all through the armor. Uh, you can trigger multiple times. Thank you, Melissa. Uh, so next time, we'll know. Uh, you, can, you can trigger so multiple times. so good animals.
4: while doing it, though, Jeff. Like,
0: it so did good. look great. All right. That's the end of that round. Uh, we are new new round back to a stance declaration. See how this could probably be quick. We just were playing through a little mm. slow. Um, same stance. Same stance. Floyd, you yeah, good? Uh, Gilly, what do you want? word. Going to back up. Yep. Okay. So technically you would, I think you would need to spend cuz on 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 your turn you get kind of like a main action and like a secondary action. The main action is the bulk weapons. of your turn. You would basically need to swap weapons. is mm-hmm. kind of where you're at since you since you did make an attack with the previous one. Yep. Um so if you're yeah, that's that's so if you decide to attack, you would need to do that first. Uh Renewal or Floyd, which one of you wants to go first? This thing is is very
6: frustrating. Warriors, you not Smash it Yeah,
3: after my little barrel roll, I just pretty much take stance again. Kay. Swipe him in the knees. <laughs> okay. Go for it. I'm gonna use fellowship here for that favor. That
0: uh so you wanna okay, so you're gonna you're gonna burn one of your fellowship yeah, I'm points? So everybody needs to do this in their character sheet at the bottom where the fellowship is. You guys have a pool of five. You get plus one from Balin. You got plus one from Gilly's special cultural virtue. So you have a total of five. Everyone move it down to four. You can roll your you can roll it favored, which means you're rolling your two feet die and taking the better. Okay, you got them. Success. Uh, Regular success this time. Uh, however, your feet die was a great roll, which means a protection test is coming. Um yeah, so I should be able to just roll directly from here. Uh, again, three armor.
1: Against a twenty.
0: Floy, you have wounded him for the second time. Describe your kill.
3: Yeah, after just dodging and taking all these blows, all these slashes I've given so my final slash is just straight through his chest. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he just kind of does this classic like big creature wobble smashes down into the water, Arenial floor you have to tumble out of the way not to get smashed by the body as like an eruption of like grimy swamp water just covers both of you Gilly you've backed up out of the way and this thing falls to the ground you uh you all were successful, fantastic your roles by the way crazy. were <laughs> that amazing so cool. that was not how to would practice it no, was not like that in practice no. at all. No, I was wrecking <laughs> you guys in practice, and those were just like regular ruffians. <laughs> this is a troll that you guys just, just wrecked them. Oh man. Uh, okay, uh, I think Floyd's only one took some damage, right? I think yeah. he's the only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, only took the one too, because uh, the second round he uh, he did not hit you. All right, let's get back to it. So again, this is mid middle of the night, so maybe about two three hours past past dusk you're still in this swamp you've got this now floating slowly sinking body of a troll dipping into the darkness you feel a kind of a sense of of invigoration after having defeated it but at the same time like there must be a bit of concern like holy crap that was a little closer that more close than comfort right
3: what do you all want to do? Take a uh, breather from pretty much the adrenaline drop, and then just try to look for that campfire we saw earlier.
1: Yeah, how how far had we made it in terms of our progress toward that? Campfire?
3: Halfway, probably halfway.
1: Uh, was like there anything on the, the train? Yeah, yeah.
0: Go ahead. Uh, yeah. You you go through and no, you find like some uh, und indeterminate meats. You're not exactly sure what creatures these might have come from. Uh, none of it looks uh dwarf or hobbit or human or anything like that. But it's certainly you see you know what what just looks like something maybe they fished out of the marsh water or maybe critters on the edge of the marshes or by the Chetwood for something like that. But Nothing in particular.
3: Um Can I put its head on my sphere for like a little puppet.
0: You wanna cut a head off? Uh okay. That's uh that's horrifying. Uh sure.
4: Very heroic of you.
0: Yeah. Uh we'll say uh go at, yeah, this is gonna be This is this isn't really greed, is it? What 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 do we call this something? I feel like this is sort of like a shadow thing, like yeah, a this horrific was a nature. You yeah. feel
3: like that?
1: Is this your pride? Is this you being proud?
3: Yeah, I just defeated a troll.
0: Okay. Okay. Hmm. Gotta go at least a little murderobo. <laughs> <laughs> it well, it was a troll. I mean, it's not like it was just some random. And they did get they
3: get attacked. So it's totally cool. Um. Yeah, we just came to this guy's home and just murdered him.
0: Okay, you want to take if you want to take like a trophy. Uh, I mean, the head's fairly big, so if you want to take like a trophy, like a tooth or an ear or something like that, I think that's probably. I think All that's right. probably fine for now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Didn't you do that once before in a different game? Where you just took trophies or whatever. I don't
3: remember. Okay. That
1: sounds like an Ashley thing.
0: <laughs> it does. She took fingers once. That's why I said like I just love how she even made fingers, it in the little things. Fingers, ears. All right. You know. uh, so
1: Arionil wants to like, kind of move this back <laughs> under the the brush and okay. uh, keep moving along because we've already used up all of our daylight and it'd be good to get some rest tonight.
0: All right, uh, so why uh, why don't we give. Another role here to just sort of get back on the trail. It's harder to see the plume of smoke now, and just you're really just trying to navigate based upon your memory. Things kind of gotten turned around in the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, I don't think travel is what we're looking for here. Um, I'll say, you know, we can do something like uh, we can do like an explore. We can do a hunt. We could do an awareness.
1: Can Gilly
0: off. help me with an awareness while I do a hunt? Yeah. Well, can she can support you. Yeah. Monash just okay, so you so so we'll kind of mess around with that mechanic. So support is just basically aiding. Like if you're aiding or you're helping, whatever it might be, you're lending aid. So uh Gilly, are you uh your lantern right, but your um your fellowship focus is Floyd, though, right?
4: Uh mine is yeah, Floyd. Okay, so
0: you only get one extra D6 than Arena.
4: Okay.
0: Oh, goodness. Okay.
1: Oh, no. I failed by one.
0: Okay. You, uh, the next. That was about a. I said this. We'll say it was, it was I said about two hours or so uh, after dusk by the time, because you kind of entered around dusk, traveled for about two hours to the marshes, fought the troll, tried to get back on track. Two hours go by and. Irenial, you feel certain that you should have, you know, you, you, you were very confident at a certain point that that this was the direction that you saw it. You, you kind of tried to do best to, to mark trees on the horizon, but as the sun comes, you know, goes down and everything becomes dark, the whispers start to come up, you know, here and there from, from the shadows and kind of starts to unsettle you from time to time. Um, everyone go ahead and roll another... Roll another valor uh, test as sort of as you get you feel like you're lost at this point. You've been wandering around these marshes for a bit too long. Failure. I've uh, got an automatic success as Floy rolls oh, a Gandalf. Success. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Ireneal, uh, go ahead and take a uh, a point of shadow. Uh, same for you, Gilly. As the two of you are getting a little discouraged. Uh, and a little frightened, like what else could be in here? You're still hearing the strange sounds. And then periodically, like almost like when the, the water just sort of bubbles up, you see a splash around, you almost hear what sounds like a, like a whisper, like, oh, it's like some voice on the wind, a small fog begins to kind of roll in as well. And it makes it very, very difficult. And now not only are you uncertain which direction the campfire might be. You're actually somewhat uncertain which direction out might be. With no sun to give you an idea of east and west, you look up at the stars, but the mist and the fog begin to cover your eyes a bit. You're having trouble moving about, and you become a little bit concerned. Uh, Floy, you're still riding high, I think, from your your troll. Maybe nothing in here could harm you, right? Uh, we got a posture check from Gabe. Hi, Gabe. <laughs> um, so, Floyd, with with seeing Arinial and Gilly kind of starting to, you can see the, you see in their faces as it kind of starting to become, a little tension is beginning to, to glow, you know, it's kind of grow. Floyd, how do you want to help with this? Like, how do you want to either help inspire them, get them kind of out of their, get their wits going, or get back on the right path? What do you want to do? Uh, let's
3: see what I got here. Okay. let just, just like inspire them a bit like, okay. come on guys it, feel, it might feel like we've been in here for hours but it's just right around the corner we just defeated a troll we, you guys did amazing come on we got this I feel like it
0: sounds like an in heart and roll Floyd give it a go right. man yeah just for fun uh, I do skill points to that but here we go give it a roll if you're a success I'll give them a bonus or something later if you're not successful it's still it's still, you did something <laughs>
3: That's not possible. You've
0: got like <laughs> no. I mean, if you roll, if you roll a Gandalf, it's on like uh, sure. success. You're, he's like saying all this while he's like just chewing on the troll. You're like, car, guard, your car no problem." <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. Ugh. Okay, more hours pass. You're getting very tired, exhausted, even. But there's no real proper place to to make camp within this marshland. You. You're, you're, I would say, Gilly, at certain points, you're almost up to your neck in the swamp water itself because of how deep it's getting here and there. More than once, you feel something sloshing around by your feet, nipping at your legs every now and then. The bugs are stinging, biting your neck here and there. You're having to swamp them. The sweat is beginning to bead on your faces. All of you just look worse for wear. Um, Arrhenial, roll a roll I'll say I'll, I'll say I'll say this everyone go ahead and roll awareness Oh now you guys roll well Oh look at that everyone <laughs> the great success, success. Okay uh, i like too busy just biting on the truck. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes really good Dip it with some hummus it's great Um Araniel, uh, Gilly maybe it's something Floyd said uh but you know redetermined efforts it's maybe it dawns and you stop focusing only on your eyes listen there's there's sounds and at a certain point you hear sounds like a bark and maybe a howl and then what sounds like almost like a like a like a whimper or a yelp sounds like dogs fighting or playing you hear what almost sounds like a like a soft sound of a flute Someone playing music not particularly well. And as you're wading through the water, finally chasing after the sounds, focusing on the things that you know are real, ignoring the strange whispers that lurk, you finally catch sight of a small flicker of camp light on the horizon. And you see uh, this island in the middle of the marshland. This large tree has been fallen, has fell over, hollowed out, and you can see that stand, you know, sitting in there. There's a campfire that's been set up, and you see uh, at least one person lit up by firelight. You see one, at least one other shadow moving about. Someone's here. How do you want to approach it? Hey, Bert, how's it going? Are you feeling any better?
1: I would say we don't want to get shot by her arrow. So I think we should make our presence known. So. um Araneal would just try calling out. Um, just uh, at least we've been sent to make sure you're okay.
0: So you call that out and you. Immediately hear the sounds of those dogs suddenly shift and move, those shadows move about one of them. Mm -hmm. And their head kind of dips up. And then you hear a voice, but it's not a woman's voice, it's a man's voice.
6: I know Elise here. You're not welcome. Off with you. And the flute playing stops.
1: Anybody better at the talky talk stuff than me?
4: Uh, my courtesy is pretty good, but I don't know how well Gilly herself <laughs> will do. Go for it. Uh, could I do a courtesy roll first to see how well I do, Jeff?
0: Sure, I'm gonna go ahead and bring us over to a map just to prove that not everything has to be combat, but it certainly can, it certainly can. As we approach this uh, little little campfire. Oh, I closed my thing. All right. It's there. Yeah. All right. So you're looking to you want to do courtesy? Okay. So Yeah. Let's go through the custom skills for a second and it's this and then you can decide if that's what you want to do. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's song, courtesy and riddle. Those are kind of the again, custom skills. Mm-hmm. So these social skills, you might want to think of them from other terms. So The song, for instance, is uh, you can kind of fairly self-explanatory in a way, uh, kind of knowing the proper words or song. Um, Courtesy, depending on your audience, could be if, if you're speaking to kind of a refined audience, courtesy might go over very well. Uh, but if you're speaking to a more downtrodden audience, it's possible if things go poorly with your role, that could actually have a, a, a very poor effect. Um, it's up to you. Uh, so, uh, so what we're what we're digging into? Uh, we're actually going to dig in for the first time because uh, again, doing stuff slow tonight just to get 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 everything together. We're going to do a council uh, in this okay. case as you're approaching this. Small, simple, because there's stakes here. Uh, yeah. Just because you know, just yeah, you're out in the wild. There's a guy out here. There's two dogs. This could go well. this could go poorly. But we're going to dig uh, into the council rules. Um, so council is is, is basically like um, s- giving some structure to a social encounter, and and it's not for it's. You don't want to use it for all the time. Like like when we were doing back on the farm when we were doing our like Rosa Goodborough and everything. You don't want to use that for that. It's very simple. But here you're trying to enjoy some kind of trust uh from this person here and there. So you might want to be, you know, kind of careful. Uh so let me dig out those rules and I can walk everyone through them. Uh so all right. So there's basically three steps. So step one is just sort of set resistance. So what this effectively is is kind of like a like a skill challenge. You all roll a series of skill tests, and like we role play it out. And based upon your role play, you can get bonuses. You get you know based upon your skill rolls, you get successes. And if you whittle down the resistance within a certain amount of time, then you get a good. You can kind of get different, you know different degrees of successes. And you might have like a really great, awesome. And they're like, "Yeah, hey, your friends come on in here, have some beans, or it could be really bad. And they attack you or, you know, mm-hmm. you have an enemy, that kind of stuff. So I'll say this. So, so, so Gilly and, and in you, both of you have talked, uh, the idea first is like, what are you hoping to accomplish here? Like, like, and you can speak this sort of vaguely, like, but what are you, what are you hoping to accomplish here?
4: I think more than anything, if he's maybe seen uh, Alisa or come into contact with the goblins.
0: Okay. So you just want to, you want to basically question him and get some information like that. That's simple, right? Okay. Um, i get shot. Okay. So from the GM side, I sort of set a resistance level based upon what I think you know, whether I think this is like a, a reasonable request, a bold request or an outrageous request. Reasonable is, you know, it, it doesn't like the person who's, who's who you're speaking to isn't really it's no skin off their back if they do it like this is it's not there's not really putting them out. A bold request, you are benefiting more than they are. That's bold. And then an outrageous request is when you're kind of asking them to do something dangerous or something that Mm -hmm. um, like doesn't have any reward, there's like nothing in it whatsoever for them. And it actually could be, you know, a bad for them too. I'm going to put this in the middle. So this is one of those things where there's no benefit to them to talk to you. So I'm going to put this at, you know, so again, I won't be as transparent in the future, but just so we kind of all know how this works. So I'm going to set the resistance to six. This is a bold request. So, and again, a lot of this stuff we'll do much more quickly in the future. So then the next thing we do, and you've already established this actually, uh, is you do the introduction. Uh, so at the beginning of the council is like, who is presenting the company, right? Who is presenting the group? Who is breaking the ice? And that's, 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 that's what Gilly is doing here. Now, what this determines is the amount of rounds you have to whittle that resistance down before the council is basically over. And if you're successful in doing so great, if you're not, whatever. So this is sort of the determinant. Um, so this is going to be a role. Um, you've already said you wanted to use courtesy. Perfectly, uh, perfectly reasonable thing to use here. So you're asking, you know, for support, for help, especially from friends. In this case, not really a friend. So mm-hmm. you're going to go ahead and roll courtesy and see how you do.
4: So is this my role, just to set up how many rounds, or is this my role to talk to him?
0: Uh, you're so, so like we'll do both. Like you can, if you want to to RP something first, you can do that and then roll, or you can roll and then RP based upon the result. It's kind of up to you. Like we 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 always play it kind of both ways.
4: Okay, yeah, because I want to use then my true hearted distinctive feature. Okay. For inspiration. Just yeah. Because I'm very
0: present very yourself. Sincere. Yeah, as a sincere, like you just you just want to ask questions and, and be yeah. helpful. You don't mean any harm. Okay.
4: Okay. So, that.
0: so this map, uh, by the way, uh, Matt, uh, or no, no, Aaron, sorry. Aaron is asking about that. This map right here is, uh, is from a guy I, I back on Patreon, um, Salvatera. Uh, some really nice maps, some hexes, some battle maps. We've used some for like Worlds Without number as well. Big fan. Uh, let's see. How'd you do?
4: I'm extraordinarily successful.
0: I dislike how successful you guys (laughs) are (laughs) tonight. (laughs) It's the waking of Angmar. Right now, Angmar is slumbering. (laughs) When it wakes up, though, you guys are screwed. Uh, okay, so the rolls to success. The time limit is equal to the resistance of the council as set. So, so six Plus one for each success icon rolled. Uh, would you do roll, how many of those? Three? So. How many sixes did you roll on D6s? I have four successes. Oh, dear. Two. You have four? Oh. It says, just two, right? Just
4: I have two sixes on my D6s. It, oh, it says four success. Sorry.
0: Okay, so you've got. So I have so you've two got, sixes. Okay. All right, so we, so we set the, basically the time frame is going to be the resistance, which is six, plus the number of success icons. You have two. And so that means that you have eight basic. So basically you have a time limit of eight. Okay. To try to work your magic. Right. So the next thing we do, and this is basically the final stage, is we interact. Now we just kind of RP it out and we talk and we kind of go in, in, in relative rounds and um, and you each kind of take turns saying something, doing something, um, using a skill. Usually, the social skills is what you want to use, but uh, you can make the case sometimes that maybe a different one would work. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's where we're at. And so, like, um, uh, so you have to essentially accumulate enough successes during the course of this to mm-hmm. match or exceed the resistance rating. Um, before you run out of chances, does that make sense?
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. So you basically, have eight chances, and you know, I want—I would ideally want everyone to kind of participate for fun, uh, just because yeah. it's the first time around. Um, and then there might be, there might be some dependent on him. Like in terms of him, like right now, you guys are going to be suffering a minus one die because he's very reluctant. So you'll have on all your rolls for now, at least. That might change. It's gonna be very reluctant to talk to you, so let's let's start it off. So, so Gilly, what is it you say as you like kind of introduce everybody?
6: Like, let's kind of go back to your your introduction role. He's like, I, oh, I know least you all just came in the wrong neighborhood.
4: Uh, so just to set this before, um, because I'm a Hobbit, mm-hmm. um, people in general are more open to talking to me. Mm-hmm. So I I will kind of I'm holding my lantern and I'll probably like step out more into view and just be like, I even though this is probably dangerous, I could get shot. But mm-hmm. but Gilly's just kind of like insistent and she's like, um uh, I'm Gilly from Brie. Uh I'm currently researching the deaths of attacks from goblins on the animals in comb. Um we saw some tracks, but we learned there's a missing woman from Comb, Um, and we would really like to find her before something terrible happens.
6: Mm. So
0: as you step into the light, so he's kind of staring at you. A couple mm-hmm. things happen. First, you can see the, the dogs, which are quite big, as big as you, and they're mangy- they're, they're, you're not exactly sure what kind, but they're, they're heavy with fur and they're big and mangy. Or you see them, you're able to, you, you're pretty confident those are some of the tracks you saw. Right. The second thing, you mentioned Bree and he's, yeah, kind of just, he growls at that point. So you have like three different people growling as you step in. But he's
6: like, you see any goblins here? I don't see any goblins here. So why don't you just piss off?
4: Uh, well, like I said, uh, that's secondary. We are looking for the woman. Um, did you, did you perhaps, we didn't have her tracks. We followed your tracks. The other ones were goblin. Hmm.
6: What are you trying to say? You say, I'm responsible for this woman. You come in my home and you accuse me of attacking some woman. You say, you say I'm some goblin lover. Is that what you're saying?
4: Absolutely not. You look like a very reasonable man. A strong capable man.
6: (laughs) Maybe once. Maybe once. Uh,
0: Arennial and Floyd, what are you doing now? As this kind of continues. Hmm.
1: Considering course of action.
0: Yeah. Again, we're all, again, this is, again, we're, we're messing around with the council now. We're weaving, you know, RP. And by the way, RPing can give you bonuses. Like, you can get bonuses and stuff. So if there's something cool you're doing, tap into your skills, take your time. Do you step out? Do you step onto the island with, uh, with Gilly, first of all?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'll step on, but keep the distance. I don't want to get too close. Okay.
0: You step on and the, the, you can see that, you know, as all of you kind of start to move a little bit closer, you said, Floy, you're going to keep your distance. All you yeah. can move a little bit closer. Floyd will say you, kind of stay back a little bit. You can see the dogs get a little bit closer. And he says, uh,
6: at one point, he says, he, he says, easy, Hooper. If one of them makes so much as a move, you go ahead and you tear their throat out. And the dog just looks over. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if they're communicating.
3: Um, yeah, and one of my distinctive features is being wary. So like, okay, I'm observable and mindful of like strangers. So I kind of okay. want to see if I can like know where he's from, maybe like by his like accent or like what he's doing out here, sort of just like observing him.
0: Uh, I mean, courtesy, I think makes sense actually. Uh, If you want to, we could do insight maybe as well. Like if there's something I say, courtesy or insight might make, make sense here. If either of those sound good to you.
3: So I'll go with that. Go for it, man. I'm going to need some extra help on this. So can I do the fellowship on this as well?
0: uh yeah you can and everyone mark it down so you should be down to three now that's going to give you the the favored roll.
3: and kind of get uh be inspired for being a distinctive feature
0: yeah so you can spend a hope and get two d6s absolutely nice the other thing I should say, by the way, if you get extra successes on these roles, these those icon successes, that counts Aww. towards successes. I didn't
4: get enough.
3: Unfortunately. Uh,
4: fellowship refresh
0: at the end of every session, so you're going to okay. always start up the next the next session with full fellowship. So there's
4: no point to be scared.
0: Just no, it. no point okay. to be exactly correct. Yeah, hundred percent. You listen in, and it, it, you're not really saying anything. You're just kind of listening as Gilly and this guy talk. And he's really rough you can tell you can tell he's had some hard living lately uh how long you're not sure he's got an accent underneath that seems regionally appropriate but you can't really distinguish it between brie or archet or or comb or somewhere else the area somewhere but he's he's not giving enough off okay uh take it easy aaron thanks for hanging out man Enjoy the party, uh, Arinial. Do you want to want to hop in on this?
1: I do. I'm struggling because I have nothing in anything that is socially related. Be um, creative. I what I was trying to go for maybe is travel and just trying to kind of entreat him on the like we're we're trying to move. It's marshland. It's nighttime. There's a whole lot going on. You've got a fire it would really be better for us to just stick together, let us near your campfire for the night and we can band against the goblins together.
0: That sounds more like persuade or courtesy. So if I've got nothing
1: in it, I can still spend a fellowship to get at least something in it.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to lose it. Well, a fellowship gives you a fellow Remember, a fellowship makes the role favored. That's your, again, that's your patron ability from Balin. So you're rolling two D 12s and you're taking the better. If you're getting, if you want bonus dice, you, you have to spend hope. Uh, to get a bonus die. And if you if it's specifically using a, a distinctive feature, you can say you're inspired and get two. We also just, be, and this is not in the rules of the game, this is for our stream, we also have five audience purchased bonus die that you can tap into.
1: Okay, so I'm going to spend a hope and an audience and a fellowship.
0: Okay, so your fellowship should be down to two, I believe. So you get advantage on your feet. Okay, so make sure when, you, when the pop-up comes up, pick the best of the feet and then add in uh, two bonus die, right? Mm. That's a failure. Oh, my God. It's
1: 18.
6: That's crazy. Okay. So you say that, and he's like, a lot of people have got it bad. No one helped me when I needed help. So why should I help you? In fact, I don't think I want to help you. Just enough here to eat. And just enough of the fire and places to sleep for me and Hooper and Quint. Now, get on out of here. You ain't getting charity from me. Okay.
0: Uh, Gilly, do you want to pop in on this? Uh, You guys have basically taken two chances at this. Uh, You've got six more chances, I think.
4: Well, uh, yeah. Um okay uh let's so I want to do like a riddle roll because that's okay. skill represents the ability to draw conclusions from seemingly un- unconnected scraps of info mm-hmm. she's uh, dropped a
0: couple bits here and there yeah
4: yeah and she just wants to like, Probe him because because we did see like well Ashley, not, come not on, it's, like not like it's not that old Hander game we did. <laughs> we were on the <laughs> it's terrible. Um, okay, but like uh to see if maybe he saw them, like maybe the goblins like carrying her, and that's why we didn't see her footprints, um, or something like that, or maybe dragging her.
0: Okay. So that, well, I mean, like, you're. Uh, why don't we just say you're trying to use Riddle to piece together a conclusion based upon some of the things you're seeing, right? Okay. Why don't we just say that? Because that. We'll if, you, if you make it too specific and then you pass, I might not be able to get information because it might not be relevant yeah, based yeah, yeah, upon what yeah, you're yeah. asking for. So let's keep it a little broader so I, can, I have some room for what I can give you.
4: Would you say – no, I wouldn't say that either. Never mind. Um, could I use one of the um, audience dice?
0: Of course. Uh, we're down to three now. So thank you to Aaron. Thank you to Captain Corian. Thank you to Chuck.
4: Thank you very much. For giving
0: all of us those.
3: Nice.
4: I got a great success. Yay. And
0: so that's two successes, uh, which means you've reduced the resistance now down to four. Okay. And awesome. there are five turns left to go around on this. <sighs> all right. So a couple of things you've pieced together here. Uh, references, the dogs. You kind of take a look at them. The dog, they're mangy they look a little, little, but they're they're well cared for. Like they're not, you know, you don't see like you you can see that they they they're dirty and grimy like he is, but they don't look sickly. Like their ribs aren't showing. Like he seems to care about the dogs, and that's when it dawns on you as a person who lives in Brie is like you recognize like this is a breed of dog that they use the Bree wardens use. Uh, as as you know as guard dogs. Like these these are Bree Warden Guard dogs uh here and there. You you think that, you know, maybe he maybe maybe he lived there, maybe he raised them, maybe, you know, something like that. But you're 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 fairly confident that these dogs are 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 Bree Warden Guard dogs.
4: Um so she's she'll kind of call him out on that and be like, uh you you know, your dogs seem like Brie Warden guard dogs. You could really...
0: Yeah, he just kind of snarls when you mention bree Wardens, but continue.
4: D- were, are you, were you from Bree, sir? If you, if you surely have guard dogs, then surely you should care about the people. There's a
2: way Why should missing.
6: I care about the people? These dogs never did me wrong. These dogs never... Never turned me away when I was needed, when I needed help, they protected me. So what if I made mistakes? They uh, they forgave me and they stuck with me the whole time. Care about the people, the same people who turned their backs on me, closed their doors to me. One mistake doesn't define you.
4: Now you're right. I I don't care
6: about them at all.
4: I'm sorry someone hurt you, but I just any any information, and we'll get out of your hair.
0: Uh Renial and Floyd, how do you want to help on this? You're hearing all of this. Like yeah. All of you hear it. So the, there's five turns left, four left in the resistance if you want to keep up.
2: I was
1: uh, and maybe this isn't quite matching the social piece of it. Um, but I was wondering if I could use like hunting to see if I have something for the dogs, like a. There you
0: go. Okay. Uh, sure. I think that. Yeah. I think that's food fair.
1: A bone or like a uh, or bone or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're trying to befriend the dog. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. I think I think that makes perfect sense. Sure. Um. Did I do hunting okay. with that? Um. Well, you're not trying to hunt it. Um. But because Just you're trying. Like
1: I had something in my bag or something to.
0: Like you're like you, like you have gear. Do you, get... you have gear? Do you have hunting gear? Like do you have like scraps or something like that?
1: I just have a skinning knife. Oh, so I get yeah, I, I probably don't.
0: No, you have a skinning knife. So we could say that uh, somewhere along the way, you know, we could retroactively say maybe you hunt, you know, somewhere when you were in the Chetwood, maybe you hunted rabbit, rabbit or something, yeah. something like that, and you skinned it. Oh, yeah, I like it. Uh yeah, roll hunting. Uh take your bonus from your skinning knife. I think that, that that applies here. This is clever. Mm. This is good. This is good. Give it a roll. Um,
1: and I'll
0: do a hope. Okay, so you should be down to you. Sh- oh, no, I'm sorry. That's that's oh, that's your own personal okay. supply. My bad. Yeah. Okay.
3: Ooh, Great success. Great success.
0: That's Fine. two successes. That brings the resistance down to two. Do you go over to Hooper or do you go over to Quint? Hooper. Bo- bonus points if people know where these names are from. All right. So you move over to Hooper. Okay. Describe how it looks when you approach.
1: So, I'm very carefully going to go um into my bag. um And so, I'm basically just going to lay it kind of on the ground. Like, I'm not kind of getting into their personal space, but I've definitely like presented that I have something tasty and kind of laid it on the ground and then kind of
0: back up. And you can see, like, as you approach, like, he gets very apprehensive. He actually reaches into, like, his, his – inside of, like, it looks like a vest he's got. He's, like, he's going for a weapon. And all of a sudden, like, you just lay and you stay – you lay the, the pack down. You lay a little little piece of rabbit down. And Hooper kind of looks over at the guy sitting down. And the guy just kind of says, mm. And Hooper – and just starts to back up a little bit. Meanwhile Quince on the other side looking over. Drool coming down a bit here and there. Okay. Uh two successes. Or two two resistance left. Four turns to go. Uh Floyd, what were you thinking?
3: Yeah, I wanna hop in here. Try to get like on his level, like relate to him a bit more. Like I'm not a man from breathing myself, but we're not doing it for them. did are not doing it because they told us to. We're doing it for our patron. And it seems like the wardens in there aren't out here looking for them, helping with the problem. We're doing it ourselves. As goes,
6: the Bray Wardens are a bunch of turncoat, hypocritical, awful people that turn out their brothers and ignore them when they're in need uh what do you want to roll
2: oh uh
3: maybe a little more into that maybe the song i heard him playing earlier i can relate to that as well okay uh maybe if i heard somewhere
0: Okay, it's also also you don't actually song does not actually be playing the song. It's also just kind of choosing the right words at the right time. So I think song's fine. You can roll it. Okay. We'll iron this kind of stuff out, kinda of get more precise with it as we go. But that's good yeah. for now. Otherwise I say I kill good and like
3: that's all I can do. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Would you like a troll? Yeah? Oh. God, so I can't do it <laughs> <laughs> You're
3: not
6: you're
0: not the face of the party. All yeah. right.
6: And so he says to you, he's like, Patron, huh? patron, it sounds like rich folk language. You come any closer, Quince gonna rip that throat clear on out. Uh alright, three
0: chances left, two left on the resistance.
4: Um could I do uh, another courtesy and just like try to relate on him as like say like maybe The Bree Wardens have also turned their back on um, Alicia or whatever Elise. Elise.
0: Just Elise, yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, that sounds fine to me. Again, persuasion is another good one you guys can use here. Like a lot of times you guys keep going to courtesy and stuff, but don't forget that persuasion is an option as well
1: i've got an 18 wits then i tried it once and realized that that was not the strategic way there's to go my
4: heart is where my <laughs> my brains are okay okay
0: <laughs> all right uh yeah go ahead and get a roll and you guys still have three more audience purchased ones left. okay got a success got perfect a success. okay one left on resistance two chances at it so you say you basically say like they that they left her out to dry there's like they left him out to dry or something like that
6: Yeah. uh, Yeah, I try to, I try to be good. Yeah, I try to be one of them. Raised the dogs. I did. I try to make it... people safe. But I didn't pay enough. And my mother got sick. I couldn't pay for the, the medicine, herbs and such may feel better. So I guess you can say they've been letting people down for generations. Okay.
0: Two more chances to get one more success.
1: So Jeff, I'm not sure exactly which sort of skill this would be. Um, But like his theme kind of seems to be sort of like getting older not being able to do what he used to be able to do, you know, in addition to sort of the kind of uh, society letting him down kind of a thing. So I, I want to try to connect with him and like tell him a story about, um, like an older individual, you know, that, you know, my family used to travel with and just sort of that, like understanding and empathy for, you know, kind of the, um, sunset years of life and how difficult that is
0: what are you angling towards
1: like i was thinking maybe in heart like like Cheer this is up. something we all kind of go through and it can be really difficult but we can find new ways to define our you know how we contribute
0: okay i'll take it i think it's fine
1: I still have nothing in in Hearten, so i'm going uh, to you have three
0: up. more audience purchase bonus dice yeah. left and oh, uh one in, of those what's your fellowship at? What's your two? fellowship? So you have two more cracks at that as well too.
1: Okay.
0: You have you have you have uh the resistance is at one you have two more chances at, at cracking him.
1: So i'm going to spend one of the fellowships so everybody we're down to one. Mm-hmm. Um and i'm i'm rolling nothing so Do you want to use the bonus the audience bonus hope. die? I did that. Also and then you gotta let hope. me
0: know that so I can keep track.
1: Yeah, we're down to two. Gotcha. Um and then I'll spend a hope. I'm at half hope at the moment. Okay. Um, but my hope is still higher than my shadow, so I'm okay.
2: All right.
1: Um go for so it. So that'll give me so I'm rolling and hearten uh with the feet die with a hope and with a bonus.
0: There you Ooh. go. I Got that Gandalf. He Automatic
1: says, success.
0: So you start, you know, telling him about like things can get better. Like you know, everyone goes through troubles, but you know what's important is to is how you how you handle the adversity. And he kind of looks at you, and he looks over at Hooper, who's like just eating away at this this rabbit, and he just lets out a whistle and Quint bolts across to the other side and now starts, like,
6: gnawing away at the rabbit. Oh, really? You all can go ahead and use the fire for the night. No funny business. But I'll tell you, I haven't seen Elise. Not no oil, anyway. I know who you're looking for. She's not a bad lady. Sometimes, sometimes she brings me things, you know, from town because they won't let me back in. I, I guarded them, I guarded them for years, years. And you make one mistake, you turn your head, you turn your head off to the side. You don't look one time on one little crime, just one time, because you needed a bit of extra coin, and all of a sudden everything's gone. Five years, five years I'll give them. Can't tell you how many dogs I've breeded for them, raised for them, got them ready just in case goblins or bandits or anything, this or that, come, come around. But they won't let me in. And he kind of looks at you hard. He's like, I think My name, my name's Hollis, Hollis Oak Stout. And yeah, I'm from Bree, and I used to be one of them Bree wardens you're talking about. And if I were, if I were still on duty, none of this would have happened. I'll tell you that. Many thanks, but I don't let me no goblins, and I don't let me no orcs. And Elise is one of the few people that showed any sort of kindness to me lately. I can tell you this, there's a lot more orcs and goblins where they came from. Lots of them, in fact. And it ain't just orcs and goblins. Other things, too. Seen some, seen some of them bandits out on the east road. They were cavorting. Strange times, I think. They come prowling through the marshes. They go over into the woods. And they head off into the hills to the east. I can't help you find a I can go looking for her, though. I know the woods just as well as I know the marshes. But I don't know where she's at.
1: The more people looking for her, the better. It seems like um, the folks that we talked to had other things to do than go looking for her or chase after the goblins. But I'm appreciative of a warm fire for the night.
4: Back with the animals was it was it was brutal. They were gutted and left to bleed to death. Yeah. And, and they were hit with arrows, left to be in spots. It was it was a sign, was yeah. a declaration of something.
6: Uh, like three, maybe four nights ago, so a big old force of orcs passed through the marshes. The a big fat hawk that was leading them. Big old cleaver and meat hook. They all had cleavers and meat hooks. And there was this tiny little goblin following them around. He's trailing them like he was a lost little puppy. Had this crooked branch. He's got this blue flag with like a slash on it. Like they were some sort of heralds. Like they were out of Gondor or something. Maybe they think they are mimicking mimicking men.
4: Oh, oh so I it, can t- had, it had to have been orcs then, because the bellies were slit with a butcher's knife.
6: I think we them. know that already, because I didn't do it, and you yeah, didn't do it.
4: <laughs> no, but she's, like, obsessively taking notes in her little book, and she's like... And she turns to <laughs> Arveniel. She's like, okay, okay, I'm...
6: No, I don't know. All I'm saying is, it ain't just a few strays. The organised is a bunch of them. And I've been seeing all sorts of things coming through the marshes of these late months now. Trolls popping up when there ain't been trolls before. Seeing wolves and pecks larger than I've ever seen. Sniffing around the waters. Seen lots of things. Heading north, most of them. Some of them lingering. Nearly got me and Hooper and Quint a few times. But we're way too savvy for them. We know these marshes better than anybody. Gave them the old slip we did. All I'm saying is... It's a bigger problem than you think. It's a bigger problem than them Bree Wardens think. While they're sleeping at their posts and they're turning their brothers out into the darkness... You've got all these shadow folk crawling around outside of the very town, taking over the roads, taking over the forest, taking the marshes, taking the hills, everything. And what are they going to do about it? Nothing. They send a 3 year out here. Got a good woman, a lace, missing. They ain't lifting a finger. You got bandits up the road. They might know something. I saw them. I saw them, I did. Not two days past, right on the eastern edge of the marsh. Grip of them bandits, they hang out over by the Forsaken Inn. They were talking, talking with that big fat orc. Talking. What kind of man talks to an orc? Except to say, time for me to cut your throat out. That's not what they were saying. They were making deals, they were. We didn't get too close, didn't hear what they were saying. But they left in peace. But hey, it's all all, it's all, all Oak style, He's the bad one. I'd never do something like this. Never.
3: what well, you're saying it sounds like we're going to need armies. Bree's not going to this, withstand this at all.
6: You've just got complacent folk over there thinking they're hiding their walls while all these little folk on the roads. Villages like Calm, Archit, not within those fancy brie, brie Walls, the fences. Ain't no Brie Wolven's going to lift a finger to help them. It's going to be good folk like you, like a lace. I don't know if I'm good folk anymore. I don't know. I'd say so. My mum says nothing like that. Won't talk to me. Haven't talked to her in I don't know how long. They got it thinking I'm some shadow fiend creature or something. One mistake. Don't make mistakes around those parts. Anyhow. I can look for a lease for you
1: maybe if we get some of these things taken care of, maybe we could help clear your name, if that's something you're interested in
6: yeah, bigger fish to fry
1: for now, yeah
6: I'll tell you I saw that big fat orc go up toward the weather hills I didn't follow too far once you get outside the marshes it's a little harder to stay hidden and them bandits they were talking to. Well. know oh, them um, Yeah I looked the other way once. But I only did it once. But they're the ones who prey upon. Travelers. Merchants the like. On the greatest world. Hang out over by the forsaken. And maybe they know something. I don't know. I don't know quite how many there are. Maybe you need an army. Dwarf. Maybe you just need a couple strong. Strong backs and big hearts. I don't know. It's for you to figure out.
1: We wouldn't mind you joining us while we look for lease.
6: Maybe. let's we'll see how I feel in the morning.
1: That's fair.
0: So with that, he like whistles... Both the dogs like stop chewing on the rabbit at that point, and like they both kind of disappear into the like the like the the edges of the fire. Like you can't see them anymore; they're just kind of hiding in the shadows. And he's like, Hollis is kind of getting down, like huddling next to one of the interior parts of the, the lumber or of the
6: of the the fallen tree. He's like, "Don't worry, they're keeping an eye out. They'll shout there's something. You can rest here. Not." And he
0: rolls over, is back to you, is back to the fire, and just within nice. seconds is asleep. And uh, I think we're going to end there for tonight.
4: <laughs> Yay! Sound that
0: was good? So cool. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good.
4: Campfire to sleep by.
0: Okay. That cool, cool, cool.
4: He's old man, my favorite.
0: <laughs> I didn't say he was old. He's actually only 22. He's, He's lived a hard
2: 21.
0: life. He's not that old, maybe 30, something like that. Okay, awesome. Yay. So we got through a combat. You guys crushed. <laughs> we got through a council. Little dicey at times.
3: Little yeah. dicey. Did yeah. some
0: role play and stuff. The council actually worked out way better. Like I was that a little was
3: an interesting mechanic because like if someone's not good at someone, some someone else in the party can like pick up on it and just like yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I really liked it. I really liked it actually. That's we didn't practice that. That's the first time we ever did. <laughs> like, yeah. I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of fun. Like I'm a big fan of the. I, I feel like that's the skill challenge stuff is really cool. There's like skill endeavors and stuff in the games. So if you're familiar with skill mm-hmm. challenge, and that's kind of what it is, you know? So it's, it's pretty cool. I liked it. I thought it worked out pretty well. And I like,
1: know what I should uh, put some, uh, Melissa <laughs> that's, that's a really cool
0: idea. I did have a strong role model, Keith. That's true. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I liked it because it, it didn't feel like it broke with like the RP. Like I still mm-hmm. felt like we could RP and like, and we'll even get, I think we'll get better at it. We'll get faster mm-hmm. at it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like, and it'll yeah. kind of flow, but like it, it went pretty quick. Um, combat was fun. And I think, I think what we'll probably try to do is we'll try to do a journey next time too. We'll try to make sure, cause like you have a couple options. You can kind of journey up to the Weather Hills. You can journey mm-hmm. out to the Forsaken Inn. So we can kind of figure that kind of stuff out. That's enough of, you know, of a distance where we can start playing with the journey roles next time. So, uh, but yeah, let's, uh, let's close things down. Uh, so in about an hour and a half, you can catch Ashley and I over on defenders of Cobalt stream as we're playing another game this is my third for the day. It's a very, very busy Saturday for me, uh, as we're playing darkest house, uh, which is a, like a haunted house game by Monty cook games. If you, if you're familiar with Nick Newman era, cipher system, same company, uh tomorrow night I'll be over on Steal and Steel Murder. Bert's in the channel right now as we're playing through some Shadow Run uh using the one roll engine. And then uh as for us, uh Monday on the on our channel, you can catch us playing UVG, Ultraviolet Grasslands. Uh next Friday will be uh the finale of part three of our Impossible Landscapes campaign for Delta Green. Part so three excited. of four. We're, yeah, and then in January we'll pick up and we'll we'll finish the finish the sucker, which is crazy. Next Saturday we'll be back for more Run One Ring. Uh, also, more Delta Green on Thursdays over at Garblad Games. I run a game over there. Uh, we're getting close to the end of that one too, so I'm not sure. hopefully we can finish it before before the holidays really slam us. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, but everybody thank you for hanging out. Thank you for the bits. Uh oh Dustin what's going on man? Uh yeah, we're just we're just uh we're just getting down here right now. Play some one ring first session. Uh good times. Um
4: You can hang out with us in like an hour and a half though.
0: Yeah, come check out if you're not if you're not running anything tonight. Uh come check out uh, defenders in like an hour and a half. We'll be playing some uh, playing some games over there as well. So uh, but that's it. Uh, I'm going to drop us on like the end screen here. I'll I'll raid somebody for us. We'll see who's who's got something going on so if uh, folks want to hang out we'll find a find a home for you and keep thank uh you everybody thanks keep for the audience the going and everything yeah uh but yeah we'll take take it easy we hope to see you all next yeah. week and uh, if you're watching this on youtube thank you for checking it out if you saw any like major blunders or errors that we didn't correct drop it in the chat we'll figure it out we'll fix it as we go uh okay. hope you had fun we did we'll see you later